Friday night and we're in fucking Queens. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Live in Garage. I can't do it. I can't do a radio show. Will you please play the old sports song? My goal in life is to like break out of prison and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's grape soda if anybody wants them. When I'm not picking on my gut, I'm listening to that's Midwest, fucking Europe, I don't give a fuck, get the fuck out, this is my show. I said O-R-I-A-M, that's my name from the other end. Hey everybody, this is Conan Neutron. No, you just suck on it. Fuck the audience. Like, What's your favorite radio station? Live from the garage. Like a psycho Woo. walks into this shit. <laughs> don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound It's gonna ever keep me down. Live. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit. Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have a great story. Makes sense to me. (laughs) What's wrong with you, Peter? John Hulan, fuck you. Hey. Fuck you. Hey. John Hulan. Thank you, Chris Rasmussen. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing great. Welcome back to Live from the Barrage, everybody. I'm happy to uh, welcome Chris Matt Rasmussen to the show. He's a good dude. He's a tall guy. He's, uh... <laughs> this city is not made for tall people. Oh, really? Oh, man. Problems? Oh, oh, like uh, there's like barely any clearance on the subway, like standing <laughs> on the train because I'm polite and I want to stand on the train and... Uh, you know, yeah, man. Oh, you're one of those guys. Does your head hit the ceiling it's, by the door? It's or? like right there. It's really close. Right. And then even uh, walking like through the like the down the stairs and everything, I'm almost hitting my head the entire Ugh, time. Sucks. How tall a guy are you? Six five, right. six four and yeah, six four and a half, six five, yeah. give or take. You know, know. depending on what taller when I'm laying down. Oh, flip flops. You know, it all depends on <laughs> flip flops or on. boots. You know, yeah. And thanks, everybody, for joining us. I see your bandmate, James Burns, from Police Teeth, <laughs> uh, chomping at the bit to bust your balls. You, you would think it would be like us or somebody else, but no, it's your own bandmate, your own oh. friend, who cannot wait to uh, call your names and make fun of you for not drinking enough coffee. <laughs> uh, I think I've had three iced coffees. Wait, no. Uh, one, I think I had three today. One of them was a nitro cold brew, so right. it was kind of kind of fizzy. That <laughs> What's was, that? Uh, it's like, you know, it's like the, the nitro beer, you know, uh, no. yeah, what, yeah, like a caffeine beer, like jolt or something. No, 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 no. It's like a coffee, but it's like, it's, it's kind of carbonated and a little, little fizzy. Oh yeah. Just mm. a little, it's got a little, never heard of this. Got a little mm to it. Yeah, man. I still, even when it's like 150 degrees, I still drink hot coffee. Uh, I, I, the summer is cold brew. Cold brew. Yeah. Man. I could suck down like a big gulp full of cold coffee with, with a straw, like no problem. That's maybe, that's why I'm trying to. You know, take it easy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I make cold brew every day, and I could drink half a pitcher of that, which is probably at, at least as strong as a pot of coffee and within, like, 15 minutes. That's brewed cold. Well, you, you just brew it. Like, you don't have to brew it cold. You just sort of, like, let it seep, like iced tea, okay. and then you uh, strain out the grounds. This is Coffee Talk with uh, Chris Rasmussen. <laughs> You're on Coffee Talk with Chris Rasmussen. Uh, Rasmussen. Rasmussen. <laughs> uh, and uh, then you then you put it in the fridge or you put it on ice. I see. Delicious. All right, a little delicious. cream. That's right. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. Cold brew. Let's see. Yeah. Very good. So uh, coffee talk. That, yeah, that was a great, great t- segment. Let's move on <laughs> to the next one. We've killed four minutes of show. <laughs> and uh, no, thanks for coming in, man. What are you doing in New York? It's uh, just me and Chris, by the way, for the listeners right now. Until the other, uh, yeah, the other members we're decide still to for a uh, food bowl and uh, <laughs> Jimmy Five Balls to show up. M- microwave head and yeah. um, <laughs> old chicken and uh, vomit tongue. <laughs> 
What's his name? <laughs> What's his name? Uh, yeah. uh, Shaggy Two uh, Dope. Gregory. It's Greg. Uh, Gregory. Yeah. No, Tommy Rockstar will be in today. Later. He sent me a friend request on Facebook. Oh, today. did he? Didn't approve yet. Oh, okay. I see. Well, we'll just have to we're see waiting. how tonight we're goes. Waiting. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not. It's like yeah. uh, it's like when you, uh, you know, you're gonna see a lot of uh, <clears throat> regurgitated political posts, <laughs> things of this nature, <laughs> and he'll just he'll just write like uh, truth and put the link, or it'll be like word up. And put the link of something, you know. Well, I can always hide all of his posts. It's so, fine. You, know. you can always hide. Yeah, it's fine. yeah, yeah. I don't hide him. He's all right. Yeah, he's, not, he's you know he's on our side. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Ryan will be in. He's also running late. He says he's in City Field traffic. Of course, the Mets now playing the Yankees. Currently, uh, Mets Yankees tied at one. Very exciting. Uh, is this so? Is this to get into the playoffs for the Mets? Or? Well, I'll tell you I, I, if you really want to know. I'll yeah, tell yeah, you. Yeah. Um, the Mets should be in the playoffs. They're they're. Uh, they're not no, wild card, or no? They, okay. they're, we're in first place in the division. The Washington Nationals are what nine games behind us, something like is that. that a real? That sounds like a fake, made-up team. Maybe. Yeah, it like, is, and their their logo is the Walgreens W, <laughs> like for real. So they are fake, made-up. They used to be I can't the, wait for the uh, CVS Rangers. The... <laughs> yeah, they used to be the Expos, and they moved to Washington. So uh, yeah, they were supposed to be the favorites, and now they're behind. But you know, this is the Mets, and of course. A collapse is uh, always possible, so we're hoping that they did the the, the, Cubs, the Cubs are doing all right, right? Cubs did, are doing really good. They're yeah. in the wild card spot because it, the Cubs are in the same division as the, I believe the Pirates and St. Louis Cardinals. So the okay. Cubs and the Pirates are fighting for that wild card spot because the Cardinals are just uh, insanely good. So the Mets are in first place. The Yankees are fighting for a wild card spot with uh, Toronto. So this means this series means oh, more to the Yankees really was, than it does to us. But I would like to have a bit more of a cushion and win some, yeah. two out of three of these games, and not have to worry about collapsing at the last game of the season. I, I was hanging out with a Canadian last night who was really uh, hoping for the uh, excuse me yeah. uh, for the Blue Jays. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. yeah, the Blue Jays are 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 gonna are winning the division, so they're they're gonna be in the playoffs. The Yankees are not gonna catch up to them. I don't believe. But you never know. To answer your question, I'm I am in town for a wedding this uh, week. I see another oh. wedding. Oh, oh, oh! It's Patrick Walsh checking in. <laughs> I thought pizza would be quick and easy. How you doing, Pat? <laughs> that place is mad busy. <laughs> so what was I? Oh, sorry, go ahead. You were in a town for a wedding. For a wedding, and uh, came got in Wednesday. Just uh, been hanging out, eating food. Walking a lot. Have you eaten any pizza yet? Yes. The important uh, question. Yeah, I had pizza. We, we uh, went to Gotham Pizza over in on Manhattan yesterday. Yeah, oh, it was okay. all right. Yeah, I, I'm not too familiar with the uh, Brooklyn pizzerias. No, this was in Brooklyn. This was in Manhattan. Oh, I thought you said it was on Manhattan. No, no, was... Well, no it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think uh, it was near the Chelsea Market. Okay. Or, uh, but uh, today we went to Grimaldi's. Ah, and uh, uh, yeah, that was good. You had the uh, yeah. What'd you have? Did uh, you get the twenty-two dollar calzone? <laughs> That's their specialty. No, we got two pizzas. We got one with the uh, the regular red sauce, with pepperoni, mushroom, and then a white with the uh, meatball and uh, sun dried tomatoes. They're both excellent. Ben Adrian, and now we see Ben Adrian. Everyone yeah. shuffling in. Yeah, <laughs> big show. How you doing, Ben? Please, uh, uh, yeah, take that microphone Talk right in front mic. of you. Relax. Take it, you know, take your jacket off. Take it easy. Don't worry about it. Drop trial. You, 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 you're ready when, when you want to be. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good night. How you doing, Pat? I don't think I've seen Pat since you since Louisville. No, Louisville? we rehearsed once, didn't we? 
No. No. We didn't no. we haven't seen each other since we were in Kentucky. Oh my god. I saw tall Chris before I saw you again. And <laughs> 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 we lived ten minutes from each other. We did have very, very romantic texts though. So. We did. Yeah. I wanted to go out with a beer for you last night real bad. And when you mentioned it, I was like, I, my mouth started watering. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> but I needed a break from the beer. I was going to say, your reply pretty much sold the whole thing yeah. up. Like, He's on the beer. I can't be on the beer. I, I, yeah, I needed a day off from the beer. Mm-hmm. So, I hear that. How's the gout? No problems. Oh. No problems. I thought I felt a little tinge a couple weeks ago, but everything seems to be going fine now. <laughs> yeah. Look out my left tit. <laughs> So how you doing, Ben? Can I just test your mic there? Can you speak right into that microphone? <clears throat> yes, you may test my microphone. Can you hear yourself okay? I can hear myself okay. All right, great. Because those headphones are like the worst ones. Most. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but Ben, uh, he knows audio, so it, it I know. out. That's yeah. why I put him on the worst thing, yeah, so yeah. he could fix it. Ben, fix my show. <laughs> this this smooth voice can transcend any microphone. Ben Adrian from the great state of California. Is that correct? Correct. What are you doing well, in town? Indiana originally. Ah. But California for the last 15 years. I am in town for work. I see. Man. I am, we'll be at the Main Drag Music Guitar Store all weekend promoting my company's products. Oh, sweet. Would you care to say what company that is or you want to oh. keep that a secret? No, it's Line 6. Uh, actually, can we talk about that for about 30 seconds and then yeah. I can I can expense my Uber ride over here. <laughs> <laughs> ride. Yes, we can. By the way, tonight's show is brought to you by the Line 6 company. Enjoy their products. <laughs> Ben uh, used to build his, all of his own pedals, and then he started working for Line 6, and then you weren't allowed to sell and build your own pedals anymore. Is that correct? More or less. <laughs> I can still do it, but, you know, I just fly low. <laughs> the worst interview ever. <laughs> you fly low. So he's just going to answer all your own questions. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so do you, did you have to sign a contract from Line 6 that said, hey, I'm not going to mass produce a bunch of pedals or something like that? No, I just decide not to do it's it. It's a gentleman's agreement? Yeah. Mm. And, you know, it. it's more work. I did enough work at work. Yeah. So, but if people are like, "Hey, man, I'm I really want the uh, you know," like, what if Billy Corgan was like, "Man, I want you to build me some dumb thing that Billy Corgan would use." The Corgan <laughs> the Corganator the Corganizer. Funny story. Harmonic Corganizer. I I actually so I have a wait list for many of my pedals. Uh huh. And occasionally I'll build one and I'll email someone for, for like three and a half years and be like, hey, I built a pedal. You want it? And they're like, why are you emailing me after three and a half years? I'm like, I got a pedal. You want it? And like, yeah. yeah, sure. I met up with a guy and he was about to quit his job to go be the, to be a Smashing Pumpkins guitar tech. Ah. So yeah, so Billy Corgan <laughs> probably has played job? my pedal. Yeah, he definitely plugged and, it in and tried it out. And I have not gotten a request from him, which is fine. Right. <laughs> you draw a little bald guy with bunny ears when, on it. When you get the request, are you going to be like, today is the greatest day I've ever known? Oh. Oh, shit. Chris Rasmussen, everybody. <laughs> it's going to be a big show. We're happy to have you guys here. This is fun for me. I'm, a, I, I'm always happy to have people to talk to. John loves to mix it up. I like to mix it up with the And then we're just going to have a members. four bass, uh, you know, Jam out at the end, right? Yeah, I yeah. guess. I guess yeah, everybody. I, I guess just everyone in this room, including Tommy Rocks, the only person who's going to be here tonight who who doesn't play bass is probably Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of bass playing. He you can guys tune have them. fun. I don't jam. <laughs> Chris, you're playing uh, guitar in burn permits. That is correct. And have you always played guitar, or uh, is this a new thing for you? I played guitar first off, but then I yeah. uh, uh, nobody plays bass, so it's easier to get into a band right. and play bass because. Right. Uh, 
everybody plays fucking guitar. It's weird for me to watch you with a guitar because in my mind you're like the big guy with the big bass. Uh, I mean, it and a, suits you. The guitar fits. looks a lot smaller on me. It does. And then if you look at Gleason, then playing uh, Brian Gleason playing bass, <laughs> right. yeah, that guy's you know. the size of uh, I don't know what. He's like four foot nothing. He's weighs ninety pounds. <laughs> and let me tell you something. That, we got to teach that guy some manners. He's a little rude. Why? I don't know. <laughs> He's uh, do? I don't know. He's socially weird with me. <laughs> know what his problem is. I'm always nice to that guy. I like him. And he's just like, yeah, whatever, dude. Exactly. And you're so, you yeah. know, you're not intimidating at all. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> not at all. You're Come the, on. You're just the quiet guy in the room. Uh, that guy's a hell of a guitar player, bass player, everything. Love yeah. that guy. There you go. See, now you praised him on the radio. He's a nice guy. This will break the maybe, ice. Maybe they'll call in. <laughs> Who knows? They're in Cleveland tonight. Are they? Yeah, the Fake Lens is uh, playing. They're on tour for the next five days, I believe. Oh, I see. I should text Soli and uh, keep him company. He's got well, he's got no one to well, they're, talk they're, to. They're the opening band, uh, you know, so they'll pro- they're probably done by now. Right. Yeah. You got Gleason, who's like you know awkward, and then you got Matt Biskin, who's just like fucking forget that guy. <laughs> and uh, Nick just wants to talk about eighties hair metal. Yeah, I like Nick. Nick's the only guy in the band who's nice. Except- <laughs> I, I did this with, if I had a hi-fi two weeks ago, and, and then I, Chris was like, why are you oh, telling me, why are you busting my balls? I'm like, I'm just kidding around. Six paragraphs worth of text. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ben was actually in a band with Conan Neutron, for our regular listeners. Conan, who, uh, you know, all our listeners know Conan. They were in a band called uh, Replicator, right? Yes, that yeah. is correct. And was... Uh, how was that? <laughs> how was that? <laughs> You guys have a falling out or something? Well, I'm, looking for some, I'm looking for some dirt. Well, uh, the the short story is I got really sick of playing bass because I was a guitarist who ended up playing bass in the See? band. Yeah. Yeah. Four strings, it's, it's a, you know, it gets a little boring after a while. Really? See, I like playing bass. I always prefer I like it almost. To, I have a fucking party. Yeah. Pat's freaking walking all over the place on that thing. She's having a great time. I enjoy playing the bass. There's little pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I usually hit all the right notes because there's less strings. And uh, it's could, fun. I could stop every once in a while. I could be nice and loud and boomy. Really? You get bored playing bass? I don't, I d- I don't drink boring. enough to play bass. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you were in a band with Conan. How come that, that band split up? What, what are the reasons? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> it's Conan, re- isn't it? You hate Conan, don't you? <laughs> Dude, I knew it. We all, you know, if, if, if you sit in a van with anyone for seven years, it will... Uh, You'll start to. You'll start <laughs> that's, to that's a long a little, tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. it wasn't like continuous a, or contiguous. Right, Conti- seven it, years split up. But it was a it was a good run. It was mini albums and that's uh, a long that's a long time. A couple to be in national a tours and and uh, about you know I'd say forty percent excellent shows. Okay, and, which is I think is actually pretty, pretty good ratio. Pretty good for a you know an underground punk rock band. Well, yeah. What's your definition of excellent? Like, uh, uh, but the, the the way you guys played or I, the I, bill I that you're on. I didn't feel sad afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't you know, that the worst? There's every so often when you finish a show and you're like, that was the worst show, and I'm in South Dakota. It, <laughs> so, um, huh. there was at least one police heath show where uh, the next day James would be like. I almost quit the band after that show. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there. We're a couple shows where it's just like, wow, that was terrible. Why, why am I doing this? What's what's going on? And why am I in Wyoming? And then you play the next show, and you're like, wow, I should be in this band every single moment. We should life. tour all yeah. the time. Yeah. Taco Bell's so good. <laughs> <laughs> 
It is good. I, I enjoy both of your guys' bands, all forms of them. I, in fact, I have the uh, I set, I brought the tape player out just for you with the burn permits tape that yeah. I got at the barbecue, and we'll 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 cue that up later. I put it in the deck A. I ne- haven't tried this tape deck out yet, and for some reason, uh, Ben a- Adrian, you could fix this tape deck for me later in the show. <laughs> the, it's, Get the it's, man soldering iron. It's you know, it's like triple the speed. Miniature screwdrivers well, and yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on. There's a bottle of whiskey that just appeared in front of me when I sat down. I'll I'll fix a tape deck. Fuck it. Let's put a tape in there. Here's wax eater. So B is working. Yeah, B's working fine. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that that's that's the first problem. Yeah, it's user error. Yeah, it's a loose nut behind the wheel. <laughs> Operator error. Here's wax eater with uh Oh my God. Game recognized game. I like this version a lot more. To blast beats. How did you get all those fills? <laughs> Steven Soli, you're on the air. Hey, you guys, why don't you try playing this show? Oh! <laughs> What's up, Soli? How's it going, man? Good, man. I figured, uh, I, I, know, I, I heard Chris's voice, and... Uh, so I figured I would call in on um, our annual Fakelands are in Cleveland on a Friday night. So we figured we would call before we play our show in right. Cleveland, Ohio. Oh, I see. As we did last year that we were on tour. We, we've uh, still been talking about it. I thought you were uh, the opening band, I, I understand. So uh, what time do you guys Yes, yeah, so we, <laughs> we're going on in about 45 minutes. Right. Or I like, a, yeah. you know, instead of saying you're, you're the opening band, you could say uh, that you, uh, you're the, what, you su- warming it up, you support them, or you, yeah, your second support. I heard that guy, remember that, remember that, uh, that, se- that guy, Fred, who used to come to the barbecues, an older gentleman? Yeah, he still does. He had oh, a, yeah, Fred Rock. Yeah, Fred Rock. He had a great name for it, which made it sound like you were more important than the, <laughs> than, the, uh, than the headline. I, th- I, I think we are listed as support. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. How's your uh, yeah. you back them up? Or How is your rider looking? Did you guys get everything? <laughs> so the one show that that uh, venue actually asked for a rider from us uh, got canceled. Oh, so. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you supporting? So, who's the Who's the band? We We are on tour with two bands. Uh, one is uh, the who, the band who are middling on this tour is a band named Heat from Montreal. Heat and. Uh, Yes, and uh, on their first headlining tour is the band Bully from Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, yeah, sure. Big band. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, the singer used to intern at Electrical Audio, where I used to work, and we became fast friends, and nepotism will get you places in rock and roll, such go. as the Beachland Tavern in beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> it's, no, uh, it's no pats on the flats. <laughs> no, no, thank fuck. There's no <laughs> toxic waste all around. Do you ever uh, get gigs and you feel bad that you that people like know you through electrical and uh, you're like, ah, oh, this is why I got the gig? Or you don't care? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, because... Um, Here's here's the beauty of that the the sold out shows that we play in Chicago that's why whereas like Biskin will will book a show with Dickie doing the don'ts at the fucking <laughs> elbow room and we play to five people and it's like oh great super like, whereas 
me me being the, the former big wheel that I once was, <laughs> was able to get us. Yeah. I know Dave Grohl, man. What are we doing here? It's floppy copy over hey, has here. It, has anyone uh, come up with Limp Biscuit yet? Because I would like to lay claim to that. No, but Jesus Christ, that's brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. Limp Biscuit is his new name. How exasperated have you been with Biscuit already? <laughs> With Biscuit? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm a little raw today because I only slept for an hour. Ooh. So we and and uh but he's been okay. He's he's been all right. <laughs> it's but a, it's only he one knows day. how to he knows how to get to Brian. Oh, yeah. uh, and and Brian fucking falls for it every time. Like <laughs> he just he just immediately starts trolling Brian. And Brian, for all for all of Brian's goodness, he's like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to give in to, to Matt. And then Matt says one thing, and it's just this like snowball effect. <laughs> Is his name Matt with an S? No, 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 Matt. Oh. I just have a list. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> or you know, it's fine on the show to improperly pluralize for no reason. So go, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm just tuning into the vernacular enough, of the, your show. The, the Mets pitcher tonight is named Stephen Matz, and he is uh, from Long Island. So there you go. Um, <laughs> serious. Um, I'm I'm really bummed I didn't get to listen to the show last week because I feel like the, the show last week had one of the most Howard Stern moments ever. Where you were trying to grip her wife, and she came barging in. Oh, when well, my like, wife came barging in, oh, that was like, great. Yell at you to tell me I was wrong and yell at me. Yeah. Beautiful. She's out. Like the, the price of cigarettes that you guys were arguing about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was it was whether or not I paid for them or not, or whether she paid for me. And we still oh. we're still, still, still kind of arguing about it. And no one could really figure it out. Do you guys have separate <laughs> accounts? No, it's just that. Well, I don't really want to explain it, but I will for my audience. Here we go again. Listen, that's Just so real. You know, that's Sully, not a drop. Sully, the door is open. <laughs> She's outside. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I, <laughs> that's the real laugh. And the, the anyway, uh, well, no, like beer and cigarettes. I use that out of my like beer money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the rest of the money I give to the house. And when I'm out of that, I'm kind of like, you know, out. I don't have really, I don't have an ATM card. I don't fucking, you know. <laughs> so that's pretty much the deal. So, but then but there's another weird deal where we go away. And if we both buy cigarettes that are cheap, she usually springs for it. And I could use the credit card. Listen, man, you don't mm. even know how bad. But it's right. I wait, should wait. be this whipped because if I if I was in charge of the money, I'd be living on the street. Somebody be handing me sandwiches. You don't have an you don't have an ATM card. No. How do you get cash? Oh. I take all my cash for the week and the be- uh, from the bank and put it in my pocket. Are you are you a libertarian? <laughs> do you, you have want to buy ma- some silver? Do you have mayonnaise jars full of cash buried in your yard? <laughs> have you heard of this thing? Bitcoin? I mean, it isn't like that, John. It isn't that scene in Goodfellas where like Lois needs to like go shopping and you just blow your wife for money. <laughs> right. I'm I'm like Debbie Mazar. Uh, or what's her name? Yeah, how much do you need? You are, and I use the uh, are, finger and fourth thumb. You're kind of the De- Debbie Mazar of radio now. That's, that's very true. <laughs> As I'm covered in cocaine and uh, ready to be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Listen, you, you know, I don't know what the deal is. You know, if I... I'd rather have the money in my pocket and not get yelled about spending it. You know, what's this and what's that on a credit card every two seconds? Yeah, who needs that? 
Right. And then I, I got to, then I make these little runs at night. I got side deals going on. You know, I got a little side. You're wheeling side and dealing, game. man. That's yeah. Nice. I mean, <laughs> so listen, that's my business. <laughs> Turns out he's actually running a sandwich shop. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not. I, I have. I have. Uh, as altruistic as he sounds. Claimed. Like there's a lot of undeclared income going have, on here. No, everything's declared, and uh, <laughs> the um, <laughs> I'm recruiting an army of homeless people, <laughs> paying them in sandwiches. Dude, They're my street team. Yeah. I'm like, listen, hand out these records and. Uh, this fucking uh, cards for the show. Tell people to listen. They're your living on the street team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally the street team. I like your, I, I like that these are like your aspirations to become like a modern day Bane. You know, like <laughs> you're gonna round up people and yeah. form an army to take over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my one weakness is if someone Do you like, want to rips on my radio show. <laughs> So hopefully no one rips a hose out and my whole thing's getting ruined. Like, just rip his hose out. What are you doing fighting this guy for 20 minutes? Just fucking grab one of those hoses and we'll run away. Batman, you idiot. Oh, I, was, I was thinking about Howard Stern today, now that you mentioned that. The, one of the funny things he said, because the abortion thing came, and the Planned Parenthood uh, issue came back up today, that the Republicans are going to defund Planned Parenthood. And I remember when he was running for governor as a libertarian, like the worst, stupidest thing ever. And he was like, I'm going to execute everyone. And one of them said, a vault for every vote. He was going to, oh, but one of the, one of the things he said that maybe I was thinking about that made me think about I it today as I got bitten by another mosquito is, uh, he wanted to, t he's uh, on, on abortion. He said he wanted to, um, take all the aborted fetuses and use them to fill the potholes in the street, which I, which I agree with. I think we should do. Didn't, didn't he drop out mostly because he didn't want to declare how much money he actually exactly. makes? Exactly. He, he didn't, he, you have to declare how much money you make. And actually I, I heard also there was in his contract that he couldn't declare it. So he was like in a rock and a hard place, but it's probably just him not wanting to say that he made 400 million a year or whatever it was. I make four hundred million a year, Robin. Right. By the way, I have four. <laughs> I have four singles in a cup. That's how much I made this year, and I have to. I, I'm supposed to give it to Conan for running the show. <laughs> I'm trying to collect dues. <laughs> Gotta keep the lights on. No. What was going on with this with this tip jar in front? Yeah, of me? a couple weeks ago, I was like, "Hey, everybody, throw in two bucks a week, so we'll send it to Conan. We'll send him twenty bucks a month or whatever it is, you know, so we'll help him out with the, the show because he's 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 going all out of pocket with the ASCAP license and all this. So far in three weeks, there's four dollars in the cup, and two of them are mine. Look, if I'm going to be giving you two dollars a week, I expect you to open your books. <laughs> you I want to see the books. Yeah, that's right. I want to make sure this money's getting where it needs to be. <laughs> I can just cut out the middleman. I'll send you the PayPal receipt to Conan. Hey, you want to? If any of my listeners just want to send Conan twenty dollars, feel free. <laughs> He's working hard. He's, you know, whatever. Uh, I guess. I so that's it. Right there. <laughs> He's working hard. Maybe not. Yeah. Hey, I saved hey, my ass in Louisville. Did, that's for sure. Like, you, that was beautiful. Did you know that Ben Adrian is here and he's going to send Conan $20? Oh, hi, Ben Adrian. Hello, Stephen. <laughs> I am not sending Conan $20. <laughs> I have given him $20 many times. <laughs> Are you familiar with well, the song No Wifing in the Club? Give me $20. <laughs> 
I'm not. Okay, well we'll have to we'll have to bring that up. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue, Stephen. <laughs> oh, I got no, I got nothing. I just <laughs> I just wanted to call and say hi. Hey man, <laughs> it's always a pleasure to hear from you. It was nice to see you in Louisville. I told you that already. But. Hey, yes. it was a blast. I had such a blast, man. It, it, like that, that was. I, it, one of my favorite parts was you and I were about to get a beer before a wax eater, and in my head I was like. I could go for a shot with this beer, and I didn't want to say anything because I don't want to like enable bad behavior or anything. So you and I are at the bar, and, and like, and you're like, "Yeah, let's get a beer." And then under your breath, you're like, "Let me get a shot too." And I was like, "Ah, oh, fucking thank you, Johnny." Yeah. And that's and that was a great moment of uh, serendipity because th- yes. th- at that moment, a drunken John Hasty walked up and bought us all around. Remember that? <laughs> and he put it, and he put it on his wife's car. He put it on his so wife's tent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not often. Hasty was feeling no pain at that moment. I loved it. I'm like, all right, drunken John Hasty rules. This guy, he's out of I mean, control. We probably could have, we probably could have given him, probably could have shook him down for thirty bucks to give the Conan. So. <laughs> probably. <laughs> the funny thing about like uh, John Hasty when he gets drunk, he's one of these guys who just gets nicer and nicer and nicer if that's possible. Like he never gets mean or angry. He just gets starts smiling even bigger, and you're like, wow, man, this guy's head's gonna explode from being so nice. <laughs> Love guys like that. I wish I was happy yeah. like, uh, like that. Nah, you're a miserable fuck. Yeah, I'm a miserable prick. I fucking hate everybody. <laughs> Fuck you, Coney. Yeah, you turn into Jackson Pollock after three years. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nightmare. Wow, that, you, were in the, you were in the bathroom with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that was another thing. I went and I had to go to the bathroom, and this sucks. You know, you don't want to take a boom booms at the gig, you know, but I had to do it. Oh, uh, I, I did it at the Carolina. Yeah, because it's a day-long thing, and then I went into the there, – there's a, someone in the stall next to me. And we finally both we cut walk out at the same time, which was like the worst. We walk out at exactly the same time. It was John Hasty. We were like high five. We did a little duty high five before and after you wash your hands. <laughs> I didn't high five him, but we were like, "Hey, that was you in there. Yeah, good, good job. Ah. You know, nice work in there." I really, I really love the intimacy of the shit curve curtain. So, <laughs> so like you could just <laughs> casually glance over and see. Me doing the thinker on people. Right. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to push one out. <laughs> a curtain for Louisville, that's pretty good. <laughs> it's better than the, the mag bar bathroom. Man, I would not have sat on that toilet. Yeah. You know what? I was surprised. The, the bathrooms in the Cure Lounge were surprisingly clean. Yeah, I mean, you know, they look like they were going to be terrible. I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait for this. No, they're they're dece for a deuce. Yeah, they were fine. Yeah. Good job, Elliot. Yeah. It's hey, props to Elliot. Every half hour, Rob Montage would walk in there and, and piss them clean. <laughs> Literal shit talk. James, Burns. I mean, it was clean enough. It was clean enough for me to eat my meals in in that bathroom. So I was I was very happy. <laughs> did, you, did you sneak a burrito into the bathroom and eat it in shame behind the curtain? <laughs> my Taco Bell's just you know, don't watch me eat my fried chicken. Man. That's what I get there. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, we can have free beer and free food. And it was like, oh no, you got to buy burritos and beer. I'm like, ah, shit. What's my thirty bucks for to see burn permits? Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're good. Not thirty bucks. We didn't even play for thirty minutes. Yeah, you guys were like (laughs) perfectly time set, one song after another. One of the highlights of the barbecue for me was burn permits. I'm not kidding at all. I really enjoyed that set a lot. You guys are great. Yeah, I, I. 
I gotta say, every time I get to see see you dudes play, it, 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 I, I just get blown away even more than the last time I saw you. Oh. Like it's just like this great progression. <laughs> and uh, meeting and hanging out with Neil was a highlight for me too. That's oh, Neil Markowski, huge talking, great dude, huge talking. Yeah, in the chat yeah. box now, Salt. I believe. Listening. Thank you. Hi, Salt Neil. to the earth, that guy. Salt to the earth. Good dude. Yeah. 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 Salute, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Neil needs to call in and tell us about uh, hanging out with Sammy Hagar the other night. What? Oh, yeah. yeah he, he went he to Sammy to, Hagar. He needs to bring in a Red Rocker scene report, Cabo Wabo style. <laughs> I really had to hold myself off from, like, get a station ID, ask him to be on the show. I'm like, you know what? I, you got to stop doing that. I said to myself. <laughs> <laughs> you need to uh, you need to dig up Sammy Hagar after that Billboard article that Eddie like there was a recent article interview with Eddie Van Halen and Billboard and he just goes off about how shitty Michael Anthony was in in Van Halen and Sammy Hagar like there's some like YouTube interview some interview on YouTube where Sammy Hagar just goes off about Eddie Van Halen All right. Like, Oh yeah, Michael, Michael was the sweetest guy. Yeah. That motherfucker, like it's beautiful. I've seen it. I'll pull it up for the break. It's great. Mm. <laughs> That's bullshit, man. That's bullshit. <laughs> so, oh, it was because Eddie Van Halen said that uh, you know Michael Anthony had to relearn the songs or something. They had to teach him the songs. Something, some crap like that. It's like, why do you yeah, even open your mouth? There's a lot of notes in Running with the Devil on the bass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's that one, and there's probably another one somewhere. <laughs> I mean, that Jack Daniels bass is really hard to play. It sounds really cool, too. So, you know. Michael Anthony bass solo. That's my favorite. Go look that up after, after the show. Oh, boy. Ryan Collison walking in now. Yeah, we have a lot of things to do. Actually, we don't. All right, Soli, have a great right. show, man. Thanks thanks for calling in. Thanks, fellas. I, yeah, good to talk to you guys. All right, I'm man. talk to you all soon. All right, have a good show, yeah. except for Limp Biscuit. Thanks. All right, thank you. <laughs> I hope he screws right. up and you fire him. Thank you. Well, he's got to screw up. It's Matt. <laughs> Tell that Brian Gleason to be nice to me or I'll kick his ass. <laughs> so much narrow casting going on. I should mention that uh, Kazuga's every week has, an, has a, a, some sort of pun on his name. In the chat box, and this week it is "Someday" by Kazuga Ray, <laughs> which is, of course, one of Chris Rasmussen's favorite songs. "Someday" by Sugar Ray, isn't that right, Chris? Yeah, oh, it's it's a pretty good jam. <laughs> "Someday" every morning, those are solid pop songs. Mike and Yonkers, you're on the fan. Hey, hey, live from the barrage, John Houlihan, tall Chris Rasmussen. Oh, Markowski. Oh, hey, what's shaking, guys? Hey, what's up, Neil? How's it going, man? I'm well. Listen, I heard something about you guys wanting a Sammy Hagar scene report. Do oh. you actually do you actually want it? Because I'll give it to you. Red Rocker report. Absolutely. Tell us about the Sammy Hagar book signing. <laughs> I, I got to hear this. All right. So here's so here's the deal. He's doing a book signing at this college that my uh, one of my siblings, my my only sibling, goes to out in the, in the suburbs. Uh, I've seen Sammy in the suburb before because he played at the prestigious Naperville Rip Fest a couple months ago. <laughs> okay. And he's playing, these, I should give you some backstory, he's playing with this group called The Circle. So it's like him, it's Michael Anthony, it's Nick Johnson, who's this guy that plays the guitar with him every now and again, and uh, Jason Bonham playing the drum. Oh, so it's and like now, Chicken Foot so, 2 or something. Yeah, it's like Chicken Foot 2, but it's like, oh, because like, you know, the dead dude in Led Zeppelin, his son's now in the band. This means that like, 
25 to 30 percent of my set can now be Led Zeppelin songs. Oh wow, really? Oh, that's yeah. So lame. like, so like, you get like these fucking like 10, 15 minute renditions of like just just complete bullshit. Shire maker. Anyways, yeah, it's 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 fucking rough. It's Br- rough. Brown yar stump or however you pronounce that bullshit. Yeah, I, going to California. I'm, I, yeah, I'm not. He, he's oh, doing the shit with the loud guitars. He's doing the like, <laughs> like shit, and I'm like, fuck this. Um, <laughs> but anyways, he he comes in like we get there like an hour beforehand. He shows up like ten minutes late. He just starts fucking spieling, and he, you know it's like an auditorium. There are like kids there and shit. So he's like. How are you motherfuckers doing all right? Let's find some fucking books. Who has a fucking question? And like all this other shit. That's, People that's start gr- asking questions. Somebody like tries to sell him a car. <laughs> they were like, I, I have a Mustang. Do you want to buy my Mustang? And he's yeah! like, No. But all right. What, what other questions do you, what, you know, what well, else do you want to know? And like, this book, it's like a continuation of red. It's like, more rock and roll stories, more, more like crazy sex shit, and so also wait. it's a cookbook. Time out, time out, time out. One second. Red Cooking with tequila. Red is the first book, and you you yeah. you read red. Oh, red's great. And now it. there's another book. Have you read this one, or you just bought it at the sign? This one I got yesterday. Right. I got yesterday. It was the signing. I got the book. He signed the book. I'm I've probably got about like thirty percent of the way through it. Sammy Hagar writes at a way where even, like, you could figure it out at, like, a first-grade reading level. Right. Well, and, I, I like, would imagine it's not, really you know. Big. <laughs> he does consider himself a bit of a mathematician. Hold on one second. I have some uh, intro for you. It's the Red Rocker Report with Neil Markowski. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's delightful. Oh, goodness. Um, but so, yeah, he goes out. He starts, like, people are asking him questions. He's like, all right. I'm going to go sign some books, and it's worth noting that in this auditorium, there are, like, 400 people there, including, like, two dudes that are dressed up like Sammy Hagar, wearing red T-shirts with, like, bleach, curly hair, and, like, flip-flops. There's a dude wearing a T-shirt that has a picture of him and Sammy on it. <laughs> well, listen, if the, in fairness to him, if it's the one place you're going to wear that T-shirt, it's to this event. Yeah, and what I'm hoping is that he got a picture with Sammy while he was wearing that shirt, <laughs> right. and then he and then would get that time, on another shirt, and right. it just turns like a fucking Pink Floyd album cover. Yeah, or or, or, or uh, uh, Tony the Tiger holding the the box of Frosted Flakes, <laughs> holding a box of Frosted Flakes I mean, in perpetuity. Exactly. Trippy man. Yeah. So like, then they're like, "All right, you know, you're there are 400 people here. Let's get in line." And like, we look at the ticket, and we're, I'm like. 376. <laughs> so then I'm just sitting in this auditorium, like barely hearing the sound of Van Halen, like playing through the lobby where he's signing books, waiting for like two and a half hours. Right. And finally, like I, at one point I sat up on the stage, I started asking people like, Hey, if anyone's anyone has any questions about this book or Sammy's other book, Feel free to ask me. I'm here to answer all your questions. Blah blah blah. Like people were like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Like, did he leave? You went up and sat um, down at the table and started taking people's questions about Sammy Hagar's book. Yeah, I tried to. I was hey, like, you you know, I, I can also you. sign it. I, you know, I can tell you about his songs, but uh, that that didn't go over too well. Um, Do you want to talk about anyways, Rush or you too? Ma- I got that covered. Montrose, Bad Motor Scooter. Hey. All prime cuts. All prime cuts. Listen, People want to hear about that shit. And also, like, 
because, I mean, whatever. But so, like, I finally get to the thing, like, I'm standing in line, I'm just about to meet him, and the deal is that he's only signing books, he doesn't want to sign your other shit, he's not personalizing anything, you can snap a picture of him, but, like, dude's got 400 books to sign, he's just got to keep people moving. Right, he's yeah. going to write Red Rock or yeah. call it a day. Yeah. He's, he's fucking, yeah. well, and, he's, he's like, whatever, I don't care. The, this whole thing is so fucking absurd to begin with, I'm just kind of happy that I'm around. And so... There's a dude in front of me who pulls out his phone, and Sammy's like, hey, man, you got a book to sign? And he's like, no. And then he just keeps mumbling to Sammy that eventually ends with a, hey, I don't know if you're doing anything after this, but if you want to get a drink, there's a bar that's right down the street if you want to hang out. It's called uh, Cabo Avos. You might be, You might like it. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. It's like it's like this fucking dude who's like like in his twenties or whatever, wearing like cargo shorts and a belt with his jeans tucked into him, asking if like Sammy Hagar wants to party with him. Hey, I'm wearing cargo shorts right now. You fuck. <laughs> hey, I'm surprised I, listen, Chris hasn't made fun. Chris, I, I'm wearing flip flops and cargo shorts. You're not hey. wearing a backpack, are you? Well, not yet. Not currently. <laughs> that's hour two of the program. <laughs> that's, well, so, did, so when okay. he, when when were you there when he asked him to go to the bar? What does Sammy Hagar say? Sammy's like, shit, no, man, I've been up so long, I've had a fucking long day, I'm tired, like, I'm not, I'm not doing anything, but thanks, man, and the guy's like, no, but I really think, and then eventually the <laughs> dude is like, okay, we're going, you're done, Right. and so I uh, kind of like pulls this dude away from Sammy, I get up to him, I shake his hand, I look him square in his sunglasses, and I'm like, I'm really looking forward to this. <laughs> and that's, that's like, I'm like, I'm, this book is going to be great. You're here. That's excellent. I'm going to go now. And he signed the thing, and I like it was all. It wasn't quite as bad as like the Tom Sharpling, Patty Smith moment, but it was definitely like being thrown off by the dude asking the party with Sammy, all this other shit. I was like, he's going to sign the thing. You, uh, I'm going to walk away. I think. You I think him, uh, uh, there tape. might be some pictures of me like stealing with him for those ten, fifteen seconds. But I haven't come across anything. You had yet. two and a half fucking hours to think of something to say to the Red Rocker, and you blew it. You should have asked him. Dude, uh, what am I going to say? Like, yo, that Montrose record that you made like thirty plus years ago is awesome. But like, when I saw you at Britfest, that kind of blew. <laughs> <laughs> I love your airport bars. Hey, yeah. Sam, hey, Sammy, I don't, I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. <laughs> after this, I don't. Hey, listen, to if, after yeah. this, if you're not doing anything, there's a great bar down the street you can go to by yourself because I'm really tired and I got to go. <laughs> hey, yeah, Sammy, you want, yeah. you want? come jam with my girlfriend and I she plays tuba man that guy before exactly. me, that guy before me was crazy yeah. he wanted to hang out with you <laughs> <laughs> you saw me and he was like oh shit see this dude with the fucking like six flags button on this jacket this looks like a guy that knows how to party right. that shit did not happen um but the main reason I, I was calling in I wanted I wanted to give you the red rocker report but I also kind of had a bust for balls about something John yes go and ahead please Bust away. Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. I see you there. We need... All right, I hung up on him. Man, I've been wanting to see you guys for so long. You guys play a great set. I'm like, wow, that was so fantastic. Why the fuck didn't they bring any records or T-shirts? Why uh, can't I just throw my money at you guys I'll in person? You, what the fuck <clears throat> happened there, John? Well, I'll tell you exactly why, and I think Pat will back me, back me up on this. We've been on trips before where we're flying to the gig. And if we bring a bunch of records and T-shirts and sell two records and one T-shirt, it's a fucking drag to bring all that stuff back in the plane. It's not worth it. We're already paying to, to bring the guitars and the cymbals right. and the snare drum and all the other shit and then our own clothes, too. And that, then that means we have to take that and carry on. 
and if we're bringing a bunch of records and shit, they're just going to get fucking damaged. Conan's backing me. I mean, he said, it sucks. It sucks. And it's, believe me, I've been there a thousand times. I bring the, the merch to the gigs, and we sell, like, one one piece of each thing, and it's like, ugh, I'm going to carry this fucking hey. box around like a douche. Fucking box, I mean, stupid box. You know, I, I, you know we have a website, I, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can like, do that. I know about the website, but then I got to pay shipping for this stuff, and it's like, come on, guys. Like, it's like it's, three bucks, it's, dude. It's more work for you to have to box it up. Well, I guess it That's isn't, though, if you have to bring it on the plane. I don't know. Also, you have to understand, my fans don't actually put out records. Like, we put out tapes that can just fit in your pocket, and then they'll break, like, by the time you walk out of the place where <laughs> you get to your car. And then and you have to buy, buy another shirts, tape. And, like, we make shirts that don't properly fit anybody, so it's not like our shit actually sells, but it fits, like, in a bag. First of all, and then we have records. you got to worry about those, the handling of the records. You know, if I have to check I, them or Pat has to check them, we have to worry about whether they're going to crack. Why, why don't you just ship them ahead of time? You could have shipped them to Elliot. Get the Elliot. fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> fucking high. You could have paid $50 to ship did. a box of Fucking and then ship him home. The Canadian? Wife records. The Canadian. I bring him on down, he brings him back. It's that guy's like Donald state. Trump. He's flying all over the country. He's got money to burn. <laughs> Canadian. I don't have $60 to ship a box of records to you. He's going okay. to uh, all tomorrow's parties in uh, fucking uh, South Africa. And then what am I supposed to do when I sell you the one record? Leave the whole box in, in Tennessee or whatever the fuck we were? <laughs> oh no, that's when you leave it with me Because I'm starting up my own distro thing You know, like the John Solomon thing Except it's not going to be run nearly as well As I'm going to take more money off the oh, I see. Okay. You, could be, you could be like a kid getting pornography Out of the dumpster in the back after the gig <laughs> Like I'm not carrying this shit back to New York I found this risk reward record by the river Oh, yeah, oh I hey. brought the last three live from the barrage shirts I had Because they were the last three And they were super barrel ass size I knew I would never get rid of them And I used it to, to pad my guitar in the case and I just hey, put them hey, on the hey. table, and I wrote free, and I just called just, it a day. We should just ship a hey, box yeah. of PRF records to the woods so kids can find them with their porn. <laughs> I've already started doing that with the burn permit safes and the cream jean CDs. I just kind of, like, walk along, like... My folks live out in the burps, so I kind of when I go out to visit them, I just kind of walk out in the cornfields and, like, leave shit behind. Nice. <laughs> and, like, one day, some kid's going to be, like, you know, like working with a tractor and like the tape is going to get up all up in the gears and it's going to break its fucking machine family's not going to be able to eat for a month because I, <laughs> these are all the ideas i have you know, and true, this is how true we're story. working on the burn permits brand true story i actually found my first acdc record a, a tape on the road in, in a the... box of porn in the woods <laughs> <laughs> uh it was fly in the wall i wish it had been in a box of porn i'm just kidding the canadian i'm just kidding <laughs> yeah, he's in the chat box. Quick, James Sullivan is is like best the, guy he, ever. He's like the nicest guy. I I actually was about to suggest to him to send me the records because I knew it'd be an issue for him getting over the border with them. Right. Um. And so I was I was more than happy to help that guy out. And I guess I'm saying I would also help you out, John Hulahan. Thank you. I um, wouldn't help out Matt Biskin. I, I <laughs> but, you know, here's James I, Sullivan I, trying to get over the border with his records. <laughs> What is this? They're LP tapes. <laughs> Practice weevil. In, in, into the brig you go, sir. If there's a brig, is there a brig on the boat in Mexico? See, <laughs> the boat from Canada. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing. I wanted to buy some records off of Brett, Eugene, Ralph, and buy some records off the merch table, and I didn't buy them because I didn't want a chance taking them back on the plane. That's, uh, yeah, it's tough. I mean, with the, I know Chris and Brian bought records and shit while they were down there from Brett, but I also, like, you know, we were driving. We were able to, like, stash them in the car and all that. Like, I imagine if we flew, 
I don't know, maybe Chris, would you still have bought stuff if we were taking well, the plane? Luckily, uh, the label that put out the Police Teeth Records was based out of the Midwest, so we oh, could excuse just get us. those uh, records uh, in Chicago and Milwaukee, <laughs> so we didn't have to ship records. That's Professional businessman. That's, mm. that's not just Ryan Duncan having him a box under his couch. What the hell just happened to the radio show? Everybody hear that, or is that just wow. me? Oh, yeah, I got I, it. Yeah, I got that it. I oh. Whoa. <laughs> Professional operation Check. here. Check. I was right in the middle of my joke. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you know, thank you, thank you, Neil, for for trying to help. But that's why. Hey, yeah, like you know, seeing Unity is like I said, it was. I'm gonna get off here, but it was great. It was great to see you guys. It was great to hear you play. Uh, pleasure to put the internet to the the human thing there. Um, yeah, don't be a stranger. Come to Chicago. You know, you know, like all the shit we got here. I have. I first of all, I have tall Chris here. Why don't you come here? I got Chicago here. I got Ben Adrian here. I got California here. This is New York. Come here. Fuck that second city bullshit. Come here. Every, have a slice time, of every time I visited New York, I have left angry. <laughs> well, that's the point. <laughs> you, then you're doing it right, my friend. I used to come down when I was living up in Boston like every couple months. Um, and maybe a lot of this had to do with uh, when I would come down with Beth, she would always have at least one tuba with her. <laughs> But sometimes that would mean like we'd carry one two, two tubas on the megabus, and I'm like taking your fucking mass transit with them, and like why doesn't in, that take inevitably tubas? by the end of every trip down there, I would just be like furious at everybody in the city and at everything, and it was like as soon as we got on the bus, I was like, thank fuck, we're finally out of there. One of so my uh, girlfriend's friends uh, was on the mega bus once, and uh, it stopped too fast, and she hit her head against the uh, seat in front of her, and it cut her head open. So she uh, sued mega bus and got a whole lot of money and paid for all of her college education. Wow. No way! Yep. What wow. a dumb really? thing to spend that money on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think mega bus's defense would be. What do you expect right, for five got bucks? The money. What are you going to go to college? <laughs> <laughs> mega bus. What do you so, expect for five bucks? It's a controversial defense strategy. <laughs> Trademark. Were you going to say something, Ben? I thought they just would have, like, given her free bus tickets. <laughs> like, hey, sorry this happened. Here's, like, a hundred more opportunities for it to happen again. <laughs> Here's a pile of money so you never right. have to take a mega bus again. That's why, like, when your plane, <laughs> when your plane crashes and uh, you live and they're like, here's free plane tickets. Like, get the fuck out of here with those. Are you nuts? You're never flying yeah, again. We're... Uh, Give me a new yeah. car. Give me some uh, Aretha Franklin fucking tour bus or some shit. I, that's what I would <laughs> rather do. Tracy Morgan. I flew four times to go to Kentucky and back. What a pain in the ass. I did uh, tell you last week that I was single-handedly responsible for getting our plane off the ground. Would have been canceled. I heard about that. Yeah. I texted my uh, future brother-in-law, who's in a big wig, big wheel down at the uh, air traffic control factory, and he put people on it and rerouted us for real. Holy shit. Oh. Yeah, I shouldn't say that on the air, but I just no, did. Don't, don't mention <laughs> that. Ah, fuck him. Hello, you're on the air. Hey, this is uh, Rob from Wax Eater. Hey, Rob oh. from Wax Eater. What's oh, going shit. on? You're on with Neil Markowski, Chris Rasmussen, uh, Ben Adrian, uh, I can't Pat reach Walsh, the phone, so you're Ryan Collison. <laughs> oh, doing? dang. We got the whole crew. Ben Adrian's there, too? <laughs> yes, he is. Yes. From Indiana. Well, hey, Bunny. Well, good, good to talk to you. I don't think I've seen you in person since uh, 2010. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. 2010 but Chicago. And yet we lived you, in the same state for many years. It's true. It is true. And you made me a high-quality guitar pedal that I still use to this day. 
I saw it on a picture from your pedal board in Louisville because I look at those things. Was that the, uh, <laughs> the second Rat Musin pedal? Uh, it is the third. Is that the first thing you look at, Ben? When you look at a band picture, you look down at the pedals and just check them out. I checked the lay of the land, baby. Yeah, <laughs> the lay of the land. <laughs> well, it, that competition. now while it is technically a Rat Musin, mine also says uh, it says uh, what is it a? Um, it's a rat eater. On the top. Yes. It says Rat Eater nice. and then Rat Newston on the bottom. Well, you're in luck because we have the tape, uh, the cassette tapes out tonight, and we're going to play some uh, Rat Eater. <laughs> awesome. <you> <laughs> awesome. I gave you that tape for free. It's a pretty mint tape. I know how much you love tape. Here it is. Tape, tape. That's that pedal in action right now. Tape player is working great. Ben, uh, can you build me another one of those? I want to sound just like this. <laughs> can you rewind that, Pat? Because I actually really want to play the first song off Side B, on, but you have to put it in uh, Deck B when it works. <laughs> oh, shit. Anything else? And, <laughs> and, oh, ben, you know, I also inherited another one of your creations. Oh, I have nice. Steve V's Black Splunny that he just gave to me because he's like, I can't figure out how this thing works. And I was like, hey, <laughs> uh, I want to ask you about pedal. that, Ben. So um, there are knobs, and you turn them, and they make noise. And, and then you hit, you hit the yeah. switch with your foot. Right? I have a question for Ben Adrian. Uh -oh. and, uh, the same thing with uh, you know David, uh, who who makes the uh, rusty box. Yes. So when you see your own pedal, like someone on Facebook or on the forum, like, hey, does anyone want to buy the this pedal? I mean, does it personally offend you, or do you just figure, hey, everyone has their own taste? Maybe this pedal didn't work out for the guy, or you're like, what the fuck, dude? This I, this pedal I built is mint. Why you're not using it right here? Why are you selling it? You know, I buy and sell a lot of pedals, so I can totally understand the mindset of people wanting to sell it. And also, if someone sells a pedal, that they're probably going to someone that I don't have to build one for. Is somebody selling it yeah. here? I, well, man, I'm not allowed to build them anymore. Do you have some kind of non-disclosure with with your company that you can't build them? Uh, I'm technically well. The thing is, it's 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 a gray area. I'm not supposed to have my own company that would compete. But if I happen to build a pedal and it happens to get sold, no one really cares. Steve, right, so if a dude from so if a dude from Kentucky happened to email you about like a Calvin Wall bunny and like no one at uh, at blank six thought it. Uh, then, like, no, there's no, you know, people don't have to no, tell. No one's like, gonna give a shit. I mean, no one's listening to this show. Don't worry about it. You can say, you can say things. <laughs> You're off the show. <laughs> Cutting your mic off. Hey, uh, by the way, we have uh, plenty uh, of listeners tonight. A very heavy listenership, believe it or not. Yeah, awesome. Uh, Steve V on the chat box clarifying that he did not say that. He says, Rob. He says he said, and he quotes, "You'll put this to better use," and he said that was a compliment to you. That is fair, and we do. Kyle still uses it for Heavy Reader. He, it sounds super weird, and he loves it. I don't remember what that pedal is exactly, but it was really fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, Kyle opened it up and looked at it and found some kind of slow schematic. It's some kind of insano fuzz warping Yeah, I'll have freak. to look that up. <laughs> That's the name of it. Enjoy. Yeah, it's been, and it's, it's a nice little one-of-a-kind looking, it looks like somebody, like a crazy person, scratched a bunch of garbage into it. Yeah, uh, well, so I thought Steve would have appreciate that. One. If Kyle wants to sell it, I'll buy it. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> and and uh, sometimes Kyle needs that money, you know, sometimes you have to pay people back, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh! <laughs> if uh, Kyle wants 40 bucks, is that, 40 bucks, is that? <laughs> That's hey, John right. got his money. Everyone on the chat box happy that it, it's all resolved now. And Chris uh, Kazuga saying, Jack Box <laughs> Justice. Yes. Box Justice. And that's a long fly ball. Oh, that is out of here. Oh. That's Daniel Murphy with a two run homer. Mets go, oh no, it's a one run homer, right? Solo homer. Mets so, go no. up two hey, to one. The Padres didn't finish the season in the basement. So, nice, nice. You know, Who was the team below? Money well spent. 
Fuck the Yankees. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I swear it looks like seven people uh, Donna, ran across the plate there. the story about how I hovered over you sleeping. Oh, yeah. You know what? I do, I should take my hat off and then thank Rob because I, w- I wasn't feeling good. Uh, was it was that Saturday or Sunday? It was Sunday because I also felt like garbage. I felt like garbage, and I wasn't really hungover. I just felt like out of sorts, you know? And uh, yeah, yeah. I ate a lot, and then I was like, man, it was hot, and I couldn't cool down. Like, I couldn't get my body heat to go down because it was so hot. Mm-hmm. So I go, I get, I'm just going to go try to lie down on this leather couch in the back because it's so hot. <laughs> and it wasn't really working out. I got a little, like, couple minutes of shut eye. I open my eyes, and there's Rob Montage standing right above my, you know, corpse. And he's like, just remember this. I didn't do anything to you. And you owe me. And I, he's, he was right because he could have punched me in the balls. He could have drawn a dick on my face. You know, I mean, he could have done anything. He could have jerked me off. But he didn't, do, water. he didn't do any of that stuff. And I appreciate that, dude. That was a big move because, you know, I know you. And if you were lying there, uh, it'd be kind of a rough call for me. And I was, I was lying there earlier, but I was sleeping on my face with my hand, one hand on balls, one hand on face. Ah, good. So like, I was pretty like, I mean, I know the party pass out and like, you gotta, you gotta make sure you're protecting the goods yeah. when you pass out in front of a bunch of people who might be drunk and might be willing to fudge with you. Yeah. I wasn't drunk or anything. I had like one beer and I just was like, I gotta lie down. Yeah. I don't feel well. What's well, just that, that <laughs> TRF only... exhaustion where you're up till seven in the morning because Carlin keeps shoving beers down your face and you're yeah. like, well, I'm back at it at noon. This is, this ought to go well. That guy is a party machine, Carlin Reeds. Holy shit. Yeah, I found, uh, I was kind of bummed because I went to go get a beer after I came home from work yesterday and I found they were all gone because Kelly like took them to hang out with friends. And I was like, man, all the beers are gone. I was like, wait, I've got an idea. And I went down to my basement beer fridge and found that Colin had left like a 30 rack and a half of highlights. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy's he's the gift that keeps on giving, man. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Markowski, are you still on the phone? I am. And I, I had a quick uh, question about the Louisville thing because I can't remember who was in the room. Okay. Brett Eugene Ralph's Kentucky Chrome Review. Yes. Oh. Who else was watching the conga player? Oh, we were calling him Conga Chooch. The dude was out in fucking space. He was like barely hitting the congas. We're like, what's this dude's deal? You know, it's like I get it. it's all inclusive then. It's a, but this dude, I don't, he, they put him up front and he was like, looked like he was zonked out on something. He was just like never played a conga in his life. <laughs> it's great. He's a he's the mayor's cousin. You know, you got to put him up there. <laughs> he's the mayor of Louisville. His <laughs> son-in-law. <laughs> Yeah, that dude, you know, I don't know, man. Me and, he ain't been quite right lately. You know? <laughs> exactly. He ain't been quite right. Cousin Merle. Me and Pete were looking at each other like, what's going on here? What's with this dude? This conga chooch. Yeah, you have, we, you have like I, the, I kept looking over at, like, Jim McGregor, and Jim would just, like, every time he would, like, hit a drum, Jim would just kind of, like, roll his eyes and look over at me and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they mic'd his drums, too. It's like, why? Oh, yeah, he threw a fucking, like, SM58 on both drums, and then he starts handing a vibra slap off to Eliza and then teaching her how to hit it improperly. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, here's how you do it, and he, he has it upside down. It's like, what, you never... Yeah, he's, like, whacking the wrong thing, so I would, like, try to jump in there and be like, Eliza, you should actually hit the other part. Yeah. Like, this is... And then he would see me doing this that. This is when you're a drum spinning. No, no, man. Boy, no, drum you do it like this. And then, like, after about this back and forth, I was just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
This is, this is a lot. Who doesn't cause. know how to play the this fucking Viper Slap? I want him to join burn permits. I want him in <laughs> Korean jeans. I want him at Thundersnow doing a fucking solo set. Dude, dude's like, just going to play conga for the entire Thundersnow. Here's the weird thing about that set, too, is Brett had contacted Patrick and I before, and uh, like before we even left, and he's like, do you guys, hey, man, you guys want to you know, come up, and which we usually do, come up and sing the background on Grandpa Was a Hobo and the other song, the other second-to-last song, and play percussion. We're like, yeah, no problem. Oh, that's great. That's great. Appreciate you guys doing it. And then it came about, and me and Pat are looking at each other like, are we supposed to go up there? And like, no one said anything, so we just didn't do it. <laughs> and he never looked at us or anything. I'm like, wait, no, like eye no contact cue. and no cue. Or like, hey guys, all right, come on up. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. We're not. We're, I'm not going up there with if Conga Chooch is like, all right, he's handing he's handing percussion instrument. Listen, I don't want to go up there and play maracas anyway. To be honest, with you. man, we had. But I would have done it to take one for the team. I mean, it's awkward. When, it's it's awkward when you're not there with an instrument, and Pat will tell you when you're just up there singing. It's yeah. like it would have been great if you, you feel went like up an there idiot. Got the maracas, and the guy took them out of your hand and put them upside down. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Play them like this, bro. Play no, you shake like them vertically. <laughs> I should have went up there and just played the guy. I should have picked him up with all the percussion instruments in his hand and shook him. <laughs> I should have picked him up and shook the shit out of him. Oh, I'm going to play yourself. It's like the last Tic Tac in the container. Just yeah. shake him. I should have just turned him upside down and shook all the change out of his pocket and went to the bar. Percussive Chooch is actually playing next year's Louisville Barbecue. <laughs> oh, Conga Chooch? Percussive Chooch. Oh, percussive Chooch. Yeah, I went up to uh, this like that. song fest in northern Wisconsin with him at a high five about five years ago, and there was a guy there from L.A. who did all of his like solo rock stuff. But his whole bit was that he was like the maracas guy, and he had a fucking holster for his maracas on his belt, oh, and would walk around this whole song fest like with his maracas in his holster, ready to just like at the drop of a hat, fucking Gene Wilder from Blazing Saddles those things out, and was like, oh, you know, really annoy everyone. And so we stole all his beer. <laughs> Good move. Because, yeah. I mean, those dudes in Hi-Fi, we just, like, took it out of his open hotel room window and then took the shuttle back to the other hotel that like, Jane Weedman from the Go-Go's was paying for, I guess. And uh, we drank it. Hey, she uh, she married uh, DJ and Dixie. She yeah, did. You She's know, a nice lady. Yeah, I was, try she was <laughs> trying she to get her Joan on the show, but uh, she was Joan of Arc in Cabin Boy, right? No, in, in Bill, and Bill and Ted. Oh, Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah. John's answer to everything is cabin boy. Ryan, by the way, is eating a giant plate of ziti right now. I don't know. <laughs> now that's you... Italian. <laughs> Where'd you get that? My wife brought it for me. My wife. My wife. <laughs> she made me the right Funny again, my wife. <laughs> hey, Ryan, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. All right, we should really take a, a quick break. Hey, John, and, uh, I've got some uh, jams I can kind of oh, plug okay. in there. All right, let me uh, let me play one song, and I will plug you in because I need to switch over. And uh, thank you, Neil. Thank you, Rob. Anything else? Parting words, gentlemen? Uh, yeah, look out for the uh, the secret final Latest Flame release at the uh, Latest Flame show coming up. Oh. It's all Chris has the info, I have the info, and you're all going to lose your marbles. All right. Mint tape coming up. Oh, by the way, I told you this already, but uh, Wax Eater, one of the highlights of the barbecue for me, definitely. You guys fucking brought it. Yeah, thank you. I, I told you, you had the best compliment I've ever heard for one of our sets was that you were unable to go get a beer because you did not want to miss any of it. Yeah, and you you finished your beer, and you put the beer in your back pocket empty did. and didn't leave. That's why I when, that, when, when you were walking through the crowd and you grabbed the beer out of my pocket expecting it to be full, I'm like, it's empty, dude, because I, I didn't leave to go get a beer. I, I, I didn't want to leave the set, which is pretty rare for well, me. You know, I, I'm 40 years old. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. But, I but have want... you seen four 
90s music jokes in one set from one band. I mean, you know, we we bring all the thunder we can. (laughs) Which, Rob, I have to say, like, that being the first time I saw you guys, I hope it's like that every time you play. Like, that 200 people in the room, it'll always be like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and don't play Dragula. Erica that from Motherfucker sucks. gave us the full-on, uh, like, no-pressure job right before we played. He was like, hey, I just wanted you to know that uh, I've always thought you were one of the best pair of bands. I've been looking forward to seeing you for two years. Thanks. And I was like, oh, God damn it, dude. Like, was all right, that, cool. Was well, it Erica that was wearing your vest? Because that also could have, like, upped the ante, too. Yeah. No, I put it on yeah. her because she was saying all these nice things and it needed to go somewhere. Well, it's better. Like, here, wear this. And it looked like I... Just gave, you know, I turned that kid's mommy lights back on in that Run DMC song. It lit up her face real nice. <laughs> it's like a make like, There were more photos of her in my vest than there were of me at the whole event. And yeah, I played and, three and sets. You, yeah, you, you played three sets. By the way, manhandle set, manhandler, manscaper, whatever that, that thing is called. <laughs> is that shit Robin was great. I hope there's more of that in the future. I'm just I'm throwing that out there. I want it. I, I hope I hope you Man guys scaper. do more stuff. I love I've been that. leaning on the dudes to do a tour with me, and it's, it's Dave, the guitar player, is one of the more socially awkward dudes, but also a super great dude. He's like, yeah, maybe. And Matt's like, I want to do it. He'll convince Dave. He's known Dave since 13 years old. He'll get him to do it. We'll take it on the road. Nice take on the uh, the Milwaukee Tools logo for Manhandle, by the way. Nice job. like that. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, it's not bad. It's some good visual design, I think. Yeah, somebody else came up with it, and you stole it. It's great. <laughs> I didn't do that shit. You don't talk to Matt about this shit. <laughs> Who the That's fuck's Matt? creating things for a living. <laughs> I'm glad to see Kyle's playing in a band with you, because uh, or somebody, because I, he really should be in Wax Eater. <laughs> like he, I'm sitting there like Kyle, during the Wax Eater set, Kyle was like so happy. Crying. I'm like, why isn't he just in the band? I know. At Let least, him play congas like that other chooch. I know at least one... I actually know at least two people who Wait, you mean that other chooch, Elliot? No, no, the conga chooch from Brett's band. I know like, at least put two him on people who thought chooch, that uh, yeah. Rob and Kyle were a couple when they first met them. No. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, you know, wait, what? Excellent. <laughs> a, a, more than one person has thought, Oh, yeah. You're kidding me. Hey, Chris, repeat that. Uh, I know at least a couple people who thought that you and Kyle were a couple. Oh. I think it's the student Kyle thing. I think it's this, the, the weird... Dominant. Student teacher. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Kev. Well, I'm a pretty cool top. Uh, he, uh, I've gotten brother things before with him. Uh, I also had a wasted girl in this Missouri think that me and Aaron were twins. I was like, you realize he's red, right? Like, the we just get a haircut at the same place, too. <laughs> so you're here to say on this show that you are not a homosexual. Thank you. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, not today. But we'll see. Uh, not yet. You know, give me, Not I don't know, currently. six years. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Neil. Neil, anything uh, you want to plug? No, man. Just happy, happy to talk to you guys. Hope you guys are all doing well. And, uh, yeah, stay safe out there, Chris. I know it's a big city. Don't get too scared. <laughs> hey, I made it on like, two trains and a bus. Don't crush any with your dick. Chris has a couple plans. He's going to eat a slice of pizza. He's going to go get Chinese food. And he's going to climb the Empire State Building. <laughs> I've already hey. done one of those. <laughs> he's got his suction he's cups gonna and everything. Subway too. He's going to be swatting helicopters out of the sky tomorrow <laughs> afternoon. He's like, what? I'm on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, guys. T- talk to you later. All right. All right. Have a good night, guys. All right. <laughs> My hang-up button doesn't work. Please come on. Hang up. Thank there you. Go. Very good. Thank you, Rob, uh, from Wax Eater, and, of course, Neil Markowski from Burn Permits. Great band. Uh, yes, he's the drummer. He's excellent. 
He went crazy. He went crazy during that set. It was no. It was hot in that room. There was no signs of him slowing down. The poor guy. Oh, was, just wait, that guy you know that plays. guy. Listen, no, that's the drummer in my uh, band. I know. Play, uh, you know, as I, I, oh, I started out as humor. I, 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 uh, I like to announce my jokes with the, the <laughs> face. This is a joke. Oh wait, wait. I have a here. You have a joke? No. All right, I did. All right, there's a here's Chinese a, vagina. <laughs> wow. All right, uh, this is our last show, everybody. <laughs> You shouldn't talk about your wife that way. As Conan says, maybe we should introduce Ben now. I've introduced Ben Korean. about ten times, Conan. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's totally different. They have little circles in their language. <laughs> yeah, so I was driving to the... I was taking my, my Lyft ride from JFK Airport to basically LaGuardia Airport. I got to see the entire length of Queens. Yeah, it's far, man. And I'm, I'm I just, meant to tell you that. And I'm just like, this kind of just feels like driving through Ohio. With New Yorkers yelling at each other every so often. <laughs> from car. Yeah, it's long, it's boring, and then uh, once in a while, just people start yelling at. Yeah, you. and then yeah. it got to be like, "Hey, it's K Town in Ohio with New York." I, what? Where do you live? <laughs> I don't understand this place. Uh, well, this this neighborhood specifically where we are right now is mostly Korean, and uh, some Chinese, some Taiwanese, but mostly Korean, very heavily Korean, and uh, it used to be, you know, an old neighborhood with churches like me and we're still here and we all mix together and we try uh, not to bother each other too much. <laughs> are, there, are there lots of delightful spas in the area yeah, oh my gosh there Got certainly that. are i could point you out to them i've never been to one myself but my wife could show you because she works across the street from about seven of them and she watches these people go in and out all day get scrubbed Good. Get go get a scrub. There's plenty of uh, great Korean food. What I, I'm told, I don't really. Uh, the last time I went there, I think too I, spicy. No, I ate a bowl of soap or something by accident. I don't know. It was. It's not for me. <laughs> I'm a I'm a meat and potatoes kind of guy. What did I tell you? You know. So fork and spoon up. But uh, you know, Pat will tell you where the good Korean spots are. He yes, knows. I will. And uh, it is. It's good. I love the Korean people being here. I'm not one of these. <laughs> one of these. Old guys oh, in my no. in my boxer shorts on my lawn yelling at them. I welcome them, my Korean neighbors. Hello, if you can hear this me. This is not Gran Torino. Some, some people have to be provoked to say things like this. John just <laughs> says them right out oh, on his Oh, believe own. me, there's a lot of tension in the neighborhood. A lot of tension. A lot of tension. A lot of tension. Mm. Because, you know, what happens is, this is I'll, I'll pretend I'm somebody from the neighborhood, right? Like, these guys, they show up with a bag of money. They buy a house. They knock it down. They put a mansion there, an apartment building. There's still a million people living in there. We don't need this. Sewer system can't handle it. That's what somebody would say if they weren't me, but I am i would never say it. Well, if you flush floss down, that's not good. <laughs> I mean, or oh, baby wipes. Are you? Oh, man, I forget it. This, this is going to go terribly. <laughs> it's Let, not good. Let's take a break, and uh, we'll be back <laughs> after these words <laughs> from our sponsor.
Radio Nope.
<laughs> Aribe, Juan Aribe to run over. And here's uh, Chris Rasmussen's jam. Hey, everybody, we're back live from the garage. Thanks for joining us tonight. Turning everyone's mics on, sorry. Here it is, bam, in your face, guys. Coming at you, here's a little. This is a dope jam. Let's define the term called. Oh, yeah. Here's a little Sugar Ray on Radio Nope. Someday. Wimmer life is passing by. Sing it, Chris. Turn around and wonder why she's knowing never me. And we're back. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, Ben Adrian, Chris Rasmussen, and everyone else. And everyone for joining everyone us. Everyone else. Thank yeah. you, Mark McGrath. Everyone thank else. you. Patrick Walsh is the only person who's on the air right now. Did you see Mark McGrath go cuckoo when somebody called him sugar gay? I did not. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's like some kid. He's just like sugar gay. And he like wheels around. He's like, what the fuck you say to me? Thank you. All right. We're on the air, I said. Ah. <laughs> Quiet on the set. So wh why do you love the song Someday by Sugar Ray? <laughs> you just think it's a kick-ass jam or what? It's a <laughs> What's going on here? I smell uh, well, I don't want to even Sorry. say. It makes me feel special. <laughs> I know what a delightful, lightweight life Listen, is. Listen, man, this ain't no Grateful Dead concert in here. I don't no, know what I mean, like, okay, so that song in Every Morning, it's like, there's songs from the 60s that those bands were stupid, like The Association. But hey, they, Ryan, I'll kill no, you. What no, no, but say? they wrote great songs. They wrote great songs. Sugar Ray wrote my uncle was in the two good songs. <laughs> we I, I only know, know two songs. Wedding. I only knew two songs by them, to be honest. With yeah, you. see, Sugar, if if we were like 40 years separated, we'd be like, oh, the, the Sugar Ray songs are pretty good. Uh -huh. They're solid pop songs. Okay. That happened to come out in the 90s Listen, and have a, some uh, vinyl scratching. I'm and, not uh, trying to be too cool for school. I would admit no. to I, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. I accidentally saw Sugar Ray once. I've, I've never seen Sugar How Ray. How does that happen? So a friend of mine is <laughs> like, hey, I got a couple passes to see Monster Magnet. Do you want to go? And this is in Indianapolis, so I had nothing to do. So I went to see Monster Magnet play at this old converted movie theater. And the opener, the first band was the Deftones. Okay. The middle band was Sugar Ray, and I was like, "What is happening here?" This, it was right when Mean Machine came out. Okay, so yeah, yeah. When they were know. still kind of a metal band. Yeah, and I was just like, "This is, this is kind of terrible." Like the Deftones played, and I'm like, "Okay, this kind, of, I can kind of see like this is almost I can like wrap a, my head a, around a mellow, the Deftones. A mellow band, Bad Brains or something. It was like Bad Brains at quarter speed or something. I don't know." It was weird. But anyway. Mean and then, brains. But I just went there because it was free. <laughs> Sad and brains. now I've seen Sugar Ray, and I can't take that back. <laughs> <laughs> so when someone says to you, hey, Ben, uh, have you ever seen Sugar Ray? You have to be like, I have. Oh, but then fuck. you have to, they're like, but I, I, have I have to have, go. You can't qualify the whole story. I'll see you later. And they get on the train. But I've played that men venue many times. So Sugar Ray has played a venue at a level that I have performed at. I so see. That's good. <laughs> what was the crowd's reaction to them playing? Was everybody really into it and dancing around? Or? No, they were just, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was a monster magnet show. They were waiting to get high and hear some, right. some like 
shitty, shitty stoner riff. That's what happened to me with Toad the Wet Sprocket. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Toad the Wet Sprocket because yeah. it was during a big. It was uh, Walk on the Prime, Ocean. Yeah, Primus was playing. Uh, What's their big song? Beck was playing. Yeah, that was it. He just yeah. Walk on the Ocean. Well, yeah, Walk on the Ocean. Right. And uh, there was another one too. I don't remember what it's called. Miami beating. But it was just everybody. Just it was just a bunch of people sitting around and ignoring the band, and it was so boring. (laughs) Arson Smith on the chat box screaming in all caps, "Bro, how was Monster Magnets?" (laughs) (laughs) Well, Monster Magnet. uh, Then he wrote it in Korean. Got girls from the stage to get up on stage and dance. They were the kind of band that was unashamed to admit their love for pussy. Which was not the scene of like the DIY punk rock that I was right. in. I was like, wow, this band is totally admitting Wait, they want to get high and get some pussy. Fugazi didn't like, get girls to come up on stage with them, and yeah, when you were <laughs> when I was going to the Fugazi shows at age seventeen, there was never like, yeah, we're yeah, let's, let's see some pussy on stage. <laughs> Ian McKay, we're like, here hey. for your straight straight edge strange. <laughs> <laughs> Shows $5. Unless you don't put out, then you're getting kicked out. And we'll give you your $5 back. Mm-hmm. All, the, all the vegan badge in Indianapolis. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ian McKay. Here, honey. Take your $5 back. Go buy yourself something nice. All right? Get out of here. <laughs> for guys, will load all their own equipment, but they do have a trim coordinator. <laughs> this is Ian McKay's. And uh, listen, if you ain't putting out, you're, you're throwing out. That'd be a good bit, actually, Fugazi's trim coordinator. Uh, Touting his DIY credentials. Fugazi. Sounds very official. This is not a Fugazi condom. Everyone trying to figure out how to make Fugazi and misogynist fit together right now? Kazookas, get on that. I'm Uh, waiting for it to pop up in the feed. Misogy. Yo, baby, you in the waiting room. Oh, 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 Thank you. We're back with Chris Rasmussen, Ben Adrian, Patrick Walsh, Ryan Collison. We hope uh, Tommy Rocks- Rockstar hasn't been in a horrible uh, plane accident because <laughs> he was flying in. He said he'd be here at eight ten. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be late. I'll be here at eight ten. Like that. Like he, he's ever been here before. Eight ten. He's, 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 he's going to the airport, right? <laughs> he's flying he's out. Okay. Oh, he's not so flying the into best. the house. I was, or I was gonna wait for him to get here, but here's what's going on. So there's a lottery for Mets tickets, right? You just throw your email address in there, and if you win the lottery, whatever, you're, you, you win the chance to buy Mets playoff tickets. Now, none of us hit. We're all on this thread going, And there was a lot of us. Me, Dave Harrison, Ryan, Mario, everybody, everyone's like, sorry, you know, you didn't win the chance to win, you know, whatever. Create like 100 Hotmail accounts. Playoff tickets. So, the Mets are in the first place. They're not in. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. The Mets are in first place by a long shot. We're going to win the division if nothing catastrophic happens. God, not, yeah, knock on wood. So, Let's load the Major League at-bat app and check that. Yes, and the Nats are losing right now 3-2. to two. Let's hope that keeps going. They lost last night. We have a nine-game lead, I believe, after no, tonight. It'll be, uh, after tonight, yeah. yeah. Magic numbers. I heard nine. Hitchbot got tickets. Mets are doing well. The <laughs> Cubs are happened. doing well. What is going on so in the Tom, world? So Tommy Rockstar... <laughs> Tommy Rockstar, who is a uh, Yankee fan, fan in quotation marks, um, he he posts today uh, out of nowhere, like a week later, hey, look at this. And he posts a screenshot. He wins the lottery for the chance to buy every postseason ticket. Yeah, that's him. So you got to be online at 10 o'clock this morning. He wakes up. He gets online at 1030. He sends me this huge text that's like paragraphs long. About how he couldn't get tickets to the NLDS, right? Which we're we're going to be playing the Dodgers if we uh, if we come in first, most likely. So, but he got tickets to this. I got tickets, bro, to this wacky wild card game. 
and it's going to be great. Now, meanwhile, the Mets are not in the wild card. <laughs> yeah, they're not and even he, in the So hunt. he buys tickets to the wild card. <laughs> oh, no. And he's like, before I could tell him the Mets aren't in the wild card, he explains to me for, like, you know, I'm telling you, my, my phone's memory filled up with this about how he really can't, he doesn't know if he could take me. He's got to take his sister and his brother and his girlfriend, and he's, like, really sorry and all this stuff he can't take. And then finally it ends up like, there's no, f- Mets aren't in the wild card, you fucking idiot. <laughs> there's no wild card. He's like, what are you talking about? I should have let it go until tonight. I should have let it go until, I should have let him go to the wild card game. It doesn't exist. <laughs> now, what he could do, though, really, if he bought NL wild card tickets, which I don't know if he did. Oh, that's got a chance. Nope. Back to the wall. Oh! Gardner drops it, and Murphy's coming He's at third. third. <laughs> in with the slide. Oh, He's sliding in. He's safe. Oh, he made it by the skin of his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wasn't Gardner. Who's the center fielder? Who's that kid? Rookie or something. That's, anyway. that's uh, J.R. Murphy. Mm. Another Murphy. Murphy uh, going to third, and the other Murphy missing the play. Anyway, so the the funniest thing oh, ever. Like, uh, 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 right at and, the wall. That and, w- and would not have no. gone. Oh. Nope. That wouldn't but have gone out. But that, it, that, is, field sign. that is the gift that will live on in his yeah. brain. Uh, this is what we're watching Mets pretty... history right now, gentlemen. Did you mention about the show we did the other night? Is Tommy on the chat box yet? Because I'm trying to make fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the best. That like I go, I you know, if the worst comes to worst, he could uh, take his NLDS tickets and sell them to somebody who, li- I mean, his wildcard tickets and sell, sell them to a Cubs or uh, Pirates fan or something. Yeah. <laughs> I got these great wild card tickets, and uh, you know, I'm not sure if I could take you. Like, hear me out. I got to take my sister and my brother, and I'll try to fit you in. I'm reading this whole thing like uh, this guy's fucking out of his I, mind. I, I know you're a big Met fan, <laughs> exactly. My, just verbatim, he wrote, my "Brother, that. just a little bigger, not by much." Well, I texted him when I saw that he won the lottery. I texted him. I said, "You know what I'm going to say," and that's all I texted. And then this big explanation about how he couldn't take me to a non-existent game. Came out. <laughs> Best. Tommy, if you're listening right now, I love you. You're a lovable uh, guy who doesn't have time to know anything about baseball, but still, <laughs> still keep pretending that it's fun. Bandwagon was driving real slow. That's okay. You know, I like bandwagon. Oh, look at Murphy trying to slap the ball out of the glove. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Murphy lying down with his hand on third base trying to slap the glove he's two laughing. times. He's laughing about it right now. <laughs> I think he hit the ball's snooze button. Well, listen, he's safe. If he slaps the ball out, he's not coming home. Might as well give it a shot if it gets far oh. enough away. Oh, let me see that for a second, he says. He's trying to grab it. <laughs> That's illegal. <laughs> nice play, Murph. Good job. Now let's play some baseball. Beautiful thing. Thank you, everybody. Edited go, into buddy. a kitten video. <laughs> that was unbelievable. i never seen anything like that. Except when A-Rod ran to first and tried to slap the right. ball at the first baseman's club. And when but Clemens he was, threw a bat at uh, Mike Piazza. He was on the run. I mean, Murphy just literally tried to, like, he was lying on the floor, and he was safe already, and he was trying to knock <laughs> the ball at the glove. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, Good job. All right, go on, Murph, you uh, homophobe. <laughs> Is he? Well, Billy Bean, uh, Brett, uh, Oh God, Ben! Ben, excuse me. I yes, gas yeah. Ben, uh, you, you're uh, from you're Cal. Well, you're from Indiana, but you're a California guy. You know who Billy Bean is? What? Which one? Brad Pitt, the the, the general manager of the. Uh, yeah, no, the A's are were my team because I lived right. for many years in Oakland. And you made the cartographer jerseys into sort of A's colors. There, yeah, right? we had we had A's and Giants. So you could pick your team. So Billy Bean was this GM who came up with yeah. this idea of sabermetrics, which is you could see in the movie book 
Moneyball, where he comes up with yeah. Brad know, Pitt, try, Jonah Hill, great movie. Trying to get best a, picture nominee. <laughs> trying to get uh, cheap players and just look at the numbers and put this team together. Billy Bean is gay. So Billy Bean went to visit the Mets like towards the beginning of the Wait, season. That's the wrong Billy Bean. That, there's two Billy Beans. There's what? A, yeah, that's he's yeah. not gay. The other. There's there's a, a what are you talking about? There's, there's the same guy. No? Sometimes, no, 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 sometimes no, no, no. people there's have two the Billy same Beans, <laughs> with, and they're spelled <laughs> differently. There's the Billy Bean that's the A's, and there's the Billy Bean that is the like outreach coordinator for the MLB, which is organizing all the the LGBT nights for stadiums. And, and that, that was Billy Bean, the player, right? No, he's, Billy Bean, the player, was the is the A's general manager, right? And Billy, oh wait, so the gay Billy B never played baseball? Uh, I don't believe so, but I've been I don't lied know for to. certain. Tree in the chat box saying gay Billy Bean played for the Padres. I think you guys are nuts. I think I'm right. Let's well, see. Maybe somebody gay Billy, maybe somebody actually, look this up. We got maybe computers. I thought Billy it was somebody playing played. now. I might be and wrong, but I thought it was somebody playing now. No, there's, it's been I don't, a while since I heard this story. Oh, wow. the there's internet, no openly gay I love how uh, baseball you use the right computer now. screen to this part down here, and then the rest is just fucking fried. <laughs> it's like you drop that in, like, beer and bong water, and then the rest <laughs> works fine. So let's go with it. Anyway, Murphy was like, uh, you know, he's one of these super Christian freaks, and he said uh, something like, well, they he, he didn't have it. to say anything, but he, then he said... You know, I don't mean super Christian freaks. I mean, like, he's like, he's way into it. So <laughs> he says, well, you like, you just keep your mouth shut. You don't have to say, I, he said, I don't agree with the guy's lifestyle. Like, you just hung out with the guy for the day and you get to turn around and make it a point to, to like, and you know, to Billy Bean's credit, he was like, no, it's fine. That's what he thinks. No problem. And it just rubbed me the wrong way. And ever since then, I can't really look at Murphy the same way. He bothers me. Billy Bean is an American former professional baseball player and current front office executive the, as the general manager and minority owner of the Oakland A's. He is twice married. Yeah, that's it's a different Billy Bean. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Hopefully what if, he's what gay if you too. Google the other Billy Bean? <laughs> yeah. you type in gay, gay Billy, Billy Bean. Bean. <laughs> 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 I yeah, just deleted see, an E. There's no, there's no E on Bean. <laughs> it's Beown. Now, Tree Void saying to a dude. I didn't, I didn't even have to scroll down because the third section is personal life. Yeah. Billy Bean has been married twice. To a dude. <laughs> Thank you, Trey. Sorry, I didn't go over. It's, it's hard to do on the radio. <laughs> Spit. Yeah, it, it, start, it starts off with, the, with an ominous sentence. Bean married a woman when he was 24 <laughs> years old. Their marriage lasted for three years. Go to BillyBeanNotGay.com as administrated by Billy Bean. Uh, well, he was an outfielder for the Tigers, the Dodgers, and the Padres. Yes, right. That's the guy I'm thinking of. He came out later on after his career was over, I believe. Is that, is that correct? That's that's I'm scrolling. kind of the only scrolling. scenario in 1999. Yeah, the box you're, on the you're right. Site? That is the yeah. only scenario where he could possibly do that. It was, yeah, after after he was <laughs> retired. Nick in Bohemia, what's up, Nick? Hey, Mike, how are you? Good. Listen, as a Mets fan, I mean, you really can't be too uh, too confident going into it. No, into that well, I, but I wouldn't be confident this year. And I mean, you can't. But I want to just talk Piazza with you for a second. Um, do you think if it does come out that he is gay, that he'll be the uh, you know best homosexual catcher we've ever seen? I would think he would be the best homosexual catcher. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think that's true. I like how you just wholesale hijack other shows. <laughs> this is the this guy gets paid millions of dollars. 
Should have had a Red Bull before that show. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Prank caller. I think he'd be the best homosexual catcher ever. Five to one, New York Mets. And then right up, moving right on, you know. Naked Bohemia, what's up? <laughs> Mike from Yonkers. I was listening. So I got a question about the designated hitter. <laughs> I was listening today because I was driving my kid to track practice. So I, le- I put on Francesca because he's getting all worked up. And he's on the air for like six or seven hours, it seems like. He's on the air all day. That's why he's saying goofy shit like that. The guy's zonked out. This guy calls in. He's talking about the Giants. And he says uh, the Giants really screwed up last week's game and they end up giving it away. That was a prevent defense. So he screams for about 10 minutes that it's not a prevent yeah, I was, defense, I which I don't even know what the fuck about. a prevent defense is. But now I understand it after half an hour listening to this job. <laughs> so the, he, he screamed about for 10 minutes. He's getting all worked up. He goes to break. They play one commercial. They come back. The phone rings. He goes, Dave and Westchester, you're up. Dave goes, hey, that's a prevent defense. His head explodes. <laughs> and he, he just freaks out. Like He hits the wall. You think the subject is over. And the guy just knows. He needles. The guy's staying on hold for two and a half hours to go, yeah, that's a prevent defense. But... <laughs> Great. It's, I love it. He's become open market as far as the insults go. They st- On the morning show, they really are starting to tear into him quite comfortably. Who, Francesa? Yeah. Boomer and Carton are starting. Boomer, Sison, and uh, uh Those Carton. two guys, are, you know, they know they're, better. They're pretty, they're pretty annoying, but chooches. they are going after him big time. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the same stage? Mm-hmm. Not supposed to do that. No. Abs- I don't a, think anybody at the station likes yeah, listen Francesa. To this, listen to this Chuchi freaking rivalry. Uh, song he's got going. He's gonna so sue me. This is the intro music. Sports radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. Ew. He will if he can. <laughs> Did you see what, the, what he's paid tonight at the tractor pool? Did you see what the first title said? It's, the first title says the day the music died. <laughs> <laughs> was the day it. that song was written? That song did it. Dead. Good On night, Big Bopper. In front of him, uh. he got nailed at second base. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but sports entertainment isn't. <laughs> Is this a reprise? And now it's sports. He's like, uh, 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 uh. Thank you. Where is it? It's the only reason I'm leaving this play is because it says Mike Francesa unveils Mike's on jingle and, and explains it. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight we talk about children's corpses found by the river. That was the winner. Not bad. You get used to it fast. You know what? Yeah. You forget yeah. mic'd up in about two days, and you remember that. You know, that's the new jingles. That's the new name. It's my M-I-K-E-apostrophe-S-O-N. Mike's on. That's the name right now. So there we had to get <laughs> mic'd up. That's how you spell it. Uh, that was for, Dicky Doo and the Don'ts with mic'd up. So we couldn't come to an agreement. So now we Mike's on is the agreement. new name, and that's it. And that's the first I've heard Like this. I said, a week from now, you won't even remember the old one, and you move on to the new one. That's how easy that transition will be. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, that was the winner. I didn't think of it, but it was the best one I heard of the ones that uh, the, you know the company came up with. Uh, that they came up with. We listened to a bunch of them. Uh, I, I feel like I'm in a different country right now. I simplest see, like, and the, uh, like Fran- I Mike the, Frances is sitting in a boardroom. I want to tune out of our show. Shut that shit off. <laughs> Mike Frances is sitting in a boardroom with a bunch of executives lit with headphones on, listening to all the theme songs. Sorry, it's just funny to one explain that it. All right. made you goodbye. They Mike. should bookend it with Mike's off. We're back on iShow. Mike's. Off. Off. He's, he's fucked 
in the day. <laughs> He's going to sit in traffic, traffic in, in the, the parkway. <laughs> <laughs> going back to Hobart tonight. Mike's off. He's going to wash out his travel mug when he gets home. <laughs> He's gonna go to California Pizza Kitchen. <laughs> Refuses to take the Long Island Railroad. Mike's off. <laughs> he drives himself. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. Because he's a realist. Today's like I'm telling you about the traffic. Real. If you're gonna be in the city this week, the Pope is gonna be here. You know, don't even go. I if you if you drive in like me, the, avoid the entire place. It's gonna be a, ma- a mess. The Pope is here. The UN. <gasps> Worst French just like you call on fire ever, but you get it, okay? Alan Holbrook, <laughs> Mike and Yonkers. What's up, Mike? We should come up with a contest of comparing the funniest names with the funniest towns. <laughs> One day, I'm going to sit down and get every single name from everyone who ever called and just play them for the three hours. <laughs> it's got to be on there already. I keep forgetting to check. I think <laughs> no, it's, it's got to be two hours of what we have to do. I'm going to put together a super we cut. We have to, yeah. Neil Markowski is going to do it for me. Of Chooch Talk. I'm still Melvin right. I'm and still Lindenhurst right. is calling. <laughs> <laughs> Melvin and Lindenhurst. I'm still writing Mike's off. This thing is great. <laughs> Mike's yeah, off. I get the whole thing going. He's sick of Melvin and Lindenhurst <laughs> off. He's going home. <laughs> M-I-K-E-S. Mike's off. <laughs> Apostrophe S. Apostrophe S. Oh, Washington's um, uh, Someone of, of the male gender is outside. Oh, shit. Oh, there he is. Hey, Tommy, Tommy Wildcard, wow. rock star, ladies and gentlemen. Tommy looks so tired right now. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm out of it, dude. He's out of it. He's exhausted, but he's here. He's a trooper. I hope you didn't hear me making fun of him on the radio. It's (laughs) 810. Tommy's on. He's ready in a different time zone. (laughs) He's in a new time zone. Uh, I'm not sure. Tommy's on. You guys were aware the show runs on Eastern Standard Time. He's behind the bar. He's here at 810 Central. He traveled real far. <laughs> Tommy, you look like you drove halfway across the country in a fridge truck. <laughs> Tom's on. Tom's on. <laughs> I'm going to get locked up. Oh, my oh. God. I'm trying to answer it. My phone's hey, Mario and Douglaston, you're on the fence. Hey, is this Mike Francesa? No. It's live from the broadcast. What's going on? I thought there were like 18 people in the studio. Almost. Are you here to slow down my show? <laughs> I'm here to give you a little direction. So there's a couple things that I think you should talk to Ben Adrian about, the great Ben Adrian of uh, Ben Adrian fame. Okay. Uh, by actually... the way, you didn't have any audio on for that, so thanks for that. But also, and also implying that I was causing the problem. But uh, Kona Neutron, f- by wait. the way. Hello. Hi, Kona. What are you, what are you talking about with no audio? So, so the Wait. oh I couldn't hear couldn't hear anything for for a little bit but that's fine so I think it's it's important it's important to note that Ben Adrian for his fortieth birthday had one of the most amazing surprise parties ever thrown from that's a great story and I think that's worth uh, talking about if you get the chance to talk about that if you don't that's also cool uh, I also would suggest talking about Wilmington Delaware and that's all I want to say uh, good night I'll take my answer off the air all right thank you Conan Newton. <laughs> Correct Tron, bro. We appreciate that. Uh, I, I still don't know what he means by we we didn't have any audio. Is my Michael not live or something? No, everything's working good okay, for me. Good. He's nuts. That's on your end, Radio Note Boss. If it wasn't working, the chat <laughs> box would be going cuckoo. <laughs> All right, Wilmington. Maybe the music wasn't getting through. Ben Adrian, tell us about Wilmington, Delaware. What does that mean Wilmetron. to you? 
Okay, so we went on tour in Replicator. Replicator, and we show up in Wilmington, Delaware, after driving from Indianapolis, because that's how tour riding goes. So about 13 hours in the car <clears throat> via Philadelphia to pick up a friend, and we get to Wilmington, Delaware, and the bar has a clown theme. <laughs> And so it's like it in looks like a circus. No, in Wilmington, Delaware. Oh, so it looks cool. like the like there's a circus going on, and then there's a clown head, and the mouth is the door to the club. Oh wow. God! So we show up, and they're like, "Oh yeah, the show's gonna start in like a half hour. You're on first. Oh God! So we immediately load in directly onto the stage, which, right through the clown's mouth. Uh, actually, <laughs> actually, no. Is this is a side door? Luckily, we didn't have to have the shame. Oh. Clown of, side of door. It's the clown's of asshole, feeding a clown all of our gear, which I kind of wish we had did now because fuck the clown. Um, and so we play the show, and it was actually, yeah, I think we did okay, but you know, it was like, oh, we were sad and we were exhausted. Um, I don't remember the name of that club. Conan should put it up on the thing because I'm sure he's listening. He'll be like, boom, it's such and such. Um, and then the next band, the other bands play. And the headlining band is like a bunch of guys, you know, maybe 20s, 30s, but someone's dad, literally their dad is playing drums. And he looks like the, the crypt keeper from HBO's Tales from the Crypt. Like super skinny, almost all skeletal, stringy skullet going on. You sort of could say I stuck it to him and he plays the drums with the yeah. sticks. Huh? And his drums were this very expensive, this very expensive custom kit with like flames on him. You sort of could say he got ahead of himself and he, t- he, tunes, his, he tunes his drum heads, you know? he cuts a guy's head off. So there was, oh, I sorry, I was just informed that it was also our drummer's birthday that day. That writer writes for oh. David Caruso at CSI Sounds Miami like he's now. Burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. <laughs> Poor worst, Bobo. Worst crypt keeper impression ever by myself. Oh. Appreciate that. Oh, Me with the so, assist. The crypt keeper. Thank you. Yeah, please. I I saw that. So I, after I, the show, they were like. Hey, you guys want to go back to our practice space and jam? Oh, yes. And it's like, no, we absolutely do not want to go back to your practice we, space in Wilmington, Delaware, and jam with the Crypt Keeper. We gotta, we gotta go down to the we bar down the street and drink with and Sammy Hagar. <laughs> sleep and cry. Sleep and cry. They go cry. on first. Oh fuck! My God, Conan oh. saying the name of the bar is appropriately enough. Mojo Thirteen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was like a lost. Oh fuck! I think oh. I have some Mojo Thirteen right here. Oh no, that's not that way. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, it was one of those days where you just realize we're all going to die. Um, and- that's <laughs> not it. That, that's Mojo and Thirteen right there. Calum this Walton. is a Radio Nope world premiere. Yeah! Hey, everybody, we're Mojo 13. Here it is. That's my jam. In your face, goddamn, this is a dope jam. (laughs) That beat reminds you of Public Enemy, the Someday Beat? I don't know. All beats are the same. All women are beautiful. All beats are the same. Uh, More more liquor for Ben, I think. Sugar Ray are pioneers in their own way, much like Public Enemy. Right. (laughs) Everyone thinks that. (laughs) Professor Griff did have that time when he was in Public Enemy and made those statements. Anti-Semitic statements. The the association laid down the foundation for everybody, by the way. (laughs) Never my love or Jew. Laid down the foundation (laughs) in this nation. It comes a dope jam. (laughs) 
I love pumpkin. <laughs> Bam! I never tried to do it, Chuck D. Before that was a pretty good first try. Hey, Tommy, what's going on, what's man? Up? Good to see you. What? You look, you look, uh, you look exhausted, dude. I got pneumonia. Oh, get the oh, fuck out no. of here! No, literally, get the fuck out of here. That's not contagious. Burn his clothes. It's not contagious in any way. Right. I'm just exhausted. You have pneumonia. This merch business is killing me. Just fucking traveling. You need and, to take a break, dude. I'm. You should try roofing. I you know. I really us. should. I, I, the merch business is killing me, man. It's killing me. I'm flying. <laughs> I'm flying to Compton tomorrow. You know, some people work in a coal mine. Yeah. I know. Oh, you're like my boss. Yeah. Flying a Comptron? He, he, he's the same thing. He's overdoing it, too. You I know. know. So are you. You're burning a candle at both ends. It's like 16-hour days nonstop, seven days a week. It's killing me. Mm. I, uh, I'm going to Compton tomorrow to print in the middle of a field in a middle school to print for... Uh, in California? In California. Yeah, at 9 a.m. tomorrow. You're so. printing bulletproof vests? Bulletproof vests. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. They're fine. Don't worry, they're just promotional. Yeah. Just put these on. <laughs> Even if the uh, print wears off, the, it'll still stop bullets. <laughs> <laughs> they're not real bulletproof vests. This, this stop bullets? What kind of question is that? <laughs> bulletproof shirts. Shrinks 3%. Yeah, it's got a little tag on the back that says not for actual gang warfare. Uh, <laughs> it's got a stain on it, but it, you know, it'll stop a bullet. Right. Mach- machine wash only. I'm going to make up for it, though, because I'm going to see a weird Al Yankovic tomorrow night nice. at the Echo. And then uh, Def Leppard again. Where's the, the Echo? That's uh, in Echo Park. You have fun going to see Def Leppard? Yeah, they're great, man. They bring I, I don't it. think I could enjoy it. No? They, they still rock, It's dude. not even like I'm disgusted by the music. It's mm. just I, I just know I'll be sitting there with my arms folded while everybody else is jumping up right. and down around me. I don't, I don't want to There's do a difference between like traditional fucking rat style hair, hair metal mm. and then Def Leppard actually has a lot of fucking hits. So I really enjoyed myself seeing them in Houston. They were great. So fuck it. I'm going to go again. Okay. <clears throat> You should stay home and, and rest. I wish. Houston. We're doing LA next week, and I I sent my staff to do it. I'm not doing it. I can't go back again. I said, Tommy and I have been working, yeah. well, to Tommy pretty much, and Brian Musikoff also has been helping me out with guests. And we yeah. got to sit down maybe for a couple minutes after the show. Sounds good. And look at a calendar and talk about guests because we have some great surprises coming up for you guys. Yeah, man. Amazing I like guests. That. Yeah. Guests. Yeah, who? I mean, like, you know, I can't really. Can't, <laughs> can't, can't really say because I've been caught in this trap before and I don't want to. <laughs> I uh, always get you. Know. Yeah, I know. I'll you got uh, Lou Reed. Lou Reed from <laughs> Long minutes. Island. I followed the, uh, Lou Reed, comedian Richard Jenny. Um, I followed. Right. The, Abe Vigoda. <laughs> I followed the John Houlihan rule. Grandma Monster's calling it. <laughs> <laughs> Noted child molester. Not as Sal Lewis. He'll be good, Grandpa Monster. <laughs> I followed the John. Oh, tie game over there in Washington. Look at that. Nice. Yeah. Come on, fish fry. Go Thank team. You. It's a tie game, Hyman. I follow the John Houlihan rule of uh, looking for guests versus uh, asking for station IDs. And I was going to go for a station yes. ID, and I just decided to uh, go with our plan that we agreed on. We have a new rule now is that ask them to be on the show first after the Marin debacle. That's right. And oh. uh, and uh, then ask them for a station ID. Because I'm always like, oh, it would be fun to get a station ID, and I shoot low. Yep. Shoot high first, and then, then the person, when they go, I can't be on the show, you go, how about a station ID? And they go, all right, and that's the consolation yep. press. Yep. That's, the, that's the way to do it. So we've got about five or six guests going on in the next six, seven weeks. So it's all How, about uh, processing. Is it every level. member of Def Leppard? That would be amazing. <laughs> one by one each week. Yeah. So, so the drummer's so, arm has its own show. So four fifths of Def. <laughs> yeah. Four and a half. He broke away from the band. <laughs> drummer's arm broke away from the band. Thank you. Thank you. I, I stole that from you. Hey, no, you built on it. It's yeah. it's fine. I yeah. do that. I, yeah, I, yeah. I try not to yeah. do that. I just, once in a while though. I'm sorry. I'm a famous and drummer, then, and I've lost me arm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, later uh, arrested for beating his wife, I believe. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he had some domestic violence issues going on there. I'm not sure what happened. But Must be. I, she probably spilled his porridge or some English bullshit. Unfair fight over there. She couldn't take him? I don't know. Can't believe she didn't fight back. He used his feet. 
<laughs> he hit her. With- <laughs> 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 he, ripped off, he ripped off his own arm and beat her with it. Tall, tall, tall Chris Lav actually broke the mixer. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, the other show is, is Weird Al. Yeah, Weird Al. Uh, yeah, Weird my, my boss just saw him. It was good, right? Yeah, he said it was an incredible show. Yeah, I heard it's a really he puts amazing. It's on a show. really big show. He said. I've never seen him before. Yeah, so costume stuff. changes every tune. Yeah, the, yeah, that's <laughs> what he said. <laughs> the first time that uh, Weird Al ever went to Europe was because uh, Godspeed You Black Emperor had him out for all tomorrow's parties. Wow, that's amazing. England. Yeah, that's cool. They curated that and they uh, yeah, invited they, Weird Al. They're, so they're obviously dorks. Check this out, yeah, man. Is it possible that Weird Al is the most successful performer from the '80s? I mean, I think he's got. I, I would say he's even up there with her. Madonna, he's, Beastie Boys. You know, he does well. Uh, he's been working ever nonstop since. Speaking what of eighties, what, it, it depends on your definition of success. Michael though. Jackson. Uh, Gross Finan- income, financial, he selling yeah. records. No, I mean, I selling think Michael Jackson, Madonna sold way more re- records than Weird Al, but I could. I, I don't know. How How longevity. Yeah. Unless you mean con- contiguous. Or yeah, even, let's even say she passes him. How many other people are contiguous? <laughs> how many other people? <laughs> Why not? Do you let's just say Madonna won. I, I don't think there's anybody else even close. Maybe top ten. Whitney top Houston, maybe. I don't know. Uh, there's, like 10, there's like 10 or, or, or 20 or 50 people above Weird Al in yeah. the 86. <laughs> but he's... He does well. He does well. He's still around and, and, and yeah, it hasn't Brad really Weiss died off much for him. You too. Yeah, yeah, I heard you, of... I heard of uh, you ever I, hear of a little band called You Too? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I heard a fucked up story know. that Weird Al bought his parents after success of like a really huge mansion. And they were living in it for, I don't know, a few months or a year. And then... They uh, died of uh, carbon Carbon monoxide poison, yeah. which yeah. is really sad. So. And he played a gig that night. Did he? And yeah. he got fucking like torn apart in the press for it. He was like, I thought it'd make me feel better. Oh. Hey, Ryan, you ever hear of a uh, Prince? Yeah, Prince. Uh, Mariah <laughs> Carey, <laughs> right? Does she count? Prince. Weird Prince. I don't, he's up there with them. Guns he's got to be up there with them. When was the last time Prince really released a successful album? Uh, he, he's he's coming out with one now because it's a huge a billboard. Ball, Did you ever hear of uh, a little nugget bag. called Purple Rain? <laughs> <laughs> Under the Cherry Moon. Uh, yeah, but Weird Al made UHF. Uh, I mean, we're talking about Academy Award winner. Prince. <laughs> what did he win for? Uh, best score for Purple Rain. Or- yeah. Really? Yeah. What about Batman? Did he win for Batman? No. Uh, he had a very he high two score. No bat one dance. Won. No one won for that bat dance. The bat dance. Right? That he that Batman Academy album. Award winning original song. That bat ba- dance. That Batman. That bat. <laughs> What's that, Chris? Academy Award winning. <laughs> Goes to <laughs> Batusi by Prince. Come on up here, you little bastard. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I love Chris's, <laughs> la- Chris's laugh and echo. <laughs> the dinosaur has been released. <laughs> so speaking of the 80s, um, I saw a bunch of shows this week. On Monday, I went to go see Duran Duran, which was the first. Have you guys ever wow. seen Duran Duran? No. no. They, I gotta say they brought it out. I, I'm not a teenage girl in 1983, so I cannot say that I've seen. I watched Duran the bass player during Rio because if you heard the isolated track, it's sick, bro. I gotta say they're like the clash of 80s pop. They're really, really good. <laughs> I thought the clash was the I clash. I say of that vehemently. Christ. They brought it, man. What, what is Duran Duran's combat rock? <laughs> oh man, it's hard. Every single song. What's was, their straight to hell? Every, yeah, those old anarchists. Every single song they played was a hit, man. It was they're amazing. Sort of the crass of synth pop. That's a better way to put it. <laughs> I think they're the cramps of disco. <laughs> <laughs> then on Wednesday, I went to go see a little band called Motorhead, 
with uh, Anthrax opening up. Yeah, and where was songs that? did they play? Jones Beach. I only got there for Motorhead. I skipped Anthrax. Yeah, how many songs did uh, Motorhead get through? Eh, about 14. And it was like uh, Ace of Spades was a little bit slowed down. That's exactly what it sounded like. If you like to gamble, I gotta go. Fuck this. I'm sick. I should be in the hospital. What the hell am I doing on stage? And there I saw a friend of the show, Mike Hairdo Howells. Was that? Ah, uh, Fishbowl. Uh, he's he's fish well bowl. represented at concerts. Yeah, he I goes fall. everywhere. Ham Hands House. Yep. <laughs> I saw him uh, a couple weeks ago at Derek's uh, party. Derek had an engagement party. I saw Hairdo. Oh, there. Cool. Congrats, Derek. But uh, he yeah. was I was on, on the tail end, so he left early, and uh, I was there late. So Yeah, he bounced really right after they finished. He was out. And then on Thursday, I went to go see our friends Rancid, who played at Terminal 5. And that's radio, 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 radio. Yeah, exactly. You see any so bands I like? Uh, I guess not this <laughs> week. Hey, John, there's a knock on the door. It's quarter to ten. It's oh. Mario. Why don't you ever take my phone calls? I don't look at my phone during the show. No, when I call on the air. I did. You know, you we can't you, wait. You hung up. I didn't hang up. You guys always hang up. I didn't hang up on you. I swear to God. Oh, by the way, hold on a second. No, Listen guys, to I just. I thought everybody was gone. It was sounding like it was just Pat and Brian. Listen yeah. to this. Yeah. I know there's guests on the show. I don't want to. <laughs> nice to I don't want to see Duran Duran if he's not hey, playing hey, bass. Mario? Yeah. Good to see you again. Hey, nice I'm serious. Guys. Listen to this isolated. Uh, if John Taylor's not playing bass, I don't. I don't want to That's see not the original bass player, John Taylor. That is the original, yeah, but he's not. Playing. But he's not with them now. It's oh. just it's Nick Rhodes and Simon LeBon and the other fuck. Just humor me for a second. Listen to this isolated Rio bass track. Listen to how this guy goes ape shit. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's right. The Clash of Pop. 40-year-old men talk about Duran Duran. Now, when you're driving around in your car and you listen to this on the radio, it's yeah. completely, you can't hear it at all. It's like Jason Newton's this. You can hear it. I hate to think that my older sister was right this whole time. <laughs> this guy's not fucking around. saying Mike Watt with hair gel. Plays <laughs> <laughs> the chorus so musically. <laughs> we were fucking corn dogs. <laughs> there was a pet co over there. This guy Nebu. is... Nebu Nebu fell out of a tree. Mike Watt, uh, as Mike Watt would say, this guy is manning the thud staff. And then I, I saw Burp and I shit my pants. And I just filled up the pants of all shit. I saw Burp. Dinosaur. There you go. There's the isolated real bass track. I, I, right. I, when I heard that, I'm like, holy Christ, all in heaven. My word. My Pitching God. Pecan law. Holy Christ. So, anyway, Ryan, you have a game for us? Yeah. <laughs> you want to play now or you want to take a break first? I want to play now. I got to go to the bathroom. Let's take a break. Yeah, I gotta, uh, really? Yeah. We have to take another break? Let's talk about Mets girls playoff here, I tickets. I got to go upstairs. I will, I will we play. We did. Oh. Yeah, we covered that already. <laughs> Steve V saying longest Seinfeld intro ever. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that guy. That was the first show after Larry <laughs> David left. <laughs> Listen to these isolated uh, Rio tracks, guys. Listen, check that out. Listen to what he's doing there. They he's doing to, that all with his anus. They had to pad things a little bit after Larry David left. <laughs> all right, quick, quick, quick break. Oh, I mean, shit. like I'm, ta- that, I'm talking about like five sister. minutes. All right. Truth. <laughs> What is she doing? Ah! She's commenting. Five minutes. Here's the biggest asshole of all time. Thank you. 
That shiny destination by the rutabagas. Everybody loves the rutabagas. And before that, yes. what do we hear? Do you guys, you guys tell me. Uh, Northern California, Police Teeth, uh, the, maybe the PRF Anthem. Great song. Nice job on that one there. Yeah. I didn't write Rasmus. it. <laughs> I did. I, I wrote a bass part. Does that count? Do I get, yeah. do I get points? Yeah, well, listen, yeah, 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 that counts. 12 yeah. All right. Thank you. 12% Thank you. goes to you. If you're James Burns and you write four albums worth of material, one of them's bound to be good. <laughs> And that one fits the bill. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we also heard the biggest asshole uh, in the world by um, what's cartographer. It? No, yes, cartographer. Correct. No. <laughs> no. Thank you. No. I had shut no up. idea you played that, but show. thank you. We did. And Ben's mom and sister are both on the chat box. We welcome everybody. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Hello, Amy and mom. You've raised a fine boy. Ben. All in the family. Ben's I'm a good man. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Ben that just said that. Ben, do you have anything to say to your family while we're on the air here? I, my family is just is pretty weird. We, we all get along. <laughs> I'm glad my family lives in a, a part of Washington State that doesn't really have internet access. <laughs> and by the way... My um, mom wants, And I'm adopted. I, I, I should bring this up because you mentioned Are you the serious? Grateful Dead. My mom once took me to see The Grateful Dead. Wow. So I have seen The Grateful Dead. I apologize now. I've How many them, times? I've seen them too. Once. Really? Oh, wait Deer, for it. Wait at for Deer it. Creek. <laughs> wait for it. My, my parents took it. me to Woodstock. Ah, ah, John, oh. come on. Ah. The guy erased yeah, it. Last year they took you. I'm like, he's not even on the show. Why should I uh, Why should I save the I saw the Grateful Dead twice? Bit. Screw him. Legacy. Fuck Midwest, yeah. fucking Europe. I don't give a fuck. Ah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to those of uh, the parents listening, I apologize for the curse words. Um, Dave Harrison and I also, if you want to go back to last uh, Wednesday, if you want to look at the podcast, if you like the Mets, which nobody does who's listening, you can listen to three hours of me, Dave, Ryan, uh, Carmine Famiglietti, and uh, eventually Mario talk Mets for three hours without a break. It's I heard that. Silly. It was pretty good. I actually enjoyed oh, it. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, we had fun. And by the way, put it in the books. The Mets just beat the Yankees 5-1. to one. Yeah. One down. One down. Two to go. The magic number is now eight. You know who's number eight? Gary Carter, the kid, baby. Yeah, that's right. And Rest here we go. Peace. Rest we're, in peace. We're rolling. Just when I thought the Mets were looking really tired and terrible. And the Nationals are tied right now. They pulled it out. Nationals tied in the ninth inning, and we'll hope, hopefully they'll lose, and we'll be up. Uh, the magic number will be seven. Seven. Seven I told you is. they were looking ahead. They were looking ahead. That's why they lost two, Joe. The magic number is any combination of Mets wins or Washington losses will put us in first place in the playoffs. We'll be playing the Los Angeles Dodgers. It'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, all right. That's Wait baseball. A Wait a minute. Who's driving to Cincinnati with me? What? Ten that's hours. Ten hours. Let's go, baby. What's not the oh. resident? That's not that far. Clincher. Aren't you teaching? Yeah. Here, if you're from the West sat, Coast, ten hours is just right a drive. right after the show next week. <laughs> Oh, I'll go. Chris, Chris is like a, all right. That's, that's yeah. Dave Harrison will go. Dave Harrison, the guy who toured in a million bands for his whole life, is like that. Ten hours isn't far. <laughs> Three of us driving right from here. What trouble can we get into? That's San Francisco <laughs> to Portland. Ten hours to Cleveland. I think that was Dave. Dave in Westchester. What's up, Dave? So I think you should speak to Ben Adrian about the fact that Cartographer has not only Giants-themed shirts, but A's-themed Cartographer shirts. We did. Shirts. That yeah, came we, up already. We already spoke we about that. We talked about it. Oh, maybe, did you? Okay, yeah. sorry. Maybe you were in the bathroom. Is that Conan? Yes. It's only 7 o'clock in Lindsay Oakland. On. <laughs> it, it is only 7 o'clock in Oakland. And the... Uh, what, what's that, Mario? Sorry. Put Lindsay on. <laughs> I don't know I, where I am. Uh, what, what I would... Actually, what I, the reason why I called in uh, not only is to... Hi, Ben, by the way. You're doing great. 
Was it to bring the show to a grinding <laughs> halt? I love I've seen, I've seen a microphone yeah. at least once or twice in my life. It was done earlier too. No, hey, I, hey, I think Conan, actually a really too. honest, hey, hey, uh, really really cool special story is. Ben's 40th birthday, and I would like to hear about that. That's yeah. All right, that Ben. Well, it looks I like our hand, our hand has been forced. Let's hear your story of your 40th I, birthday. I, <laughs> and he hung up. <laughs> Thank you, Conan. He's been saying that all night on the chat box. Conan is very good with hanging, getting out of the way. He's like, that might be the dumbest call of the year. <laughs> Not last week. Not last week. He no, was here for right, a while. All right, time out, guys. Too many people Lindsay. talking at one time. Ben, Adrian, please tell us the story of your 40th birthday, because oh. I would love to hear this. So my wife is, is pretty amazing. My wife my and I... Wife. My wife. We dated for two years in high school. We broke up for 19 years. We got back together. It was awesome. We got married. It's a love story for the ages. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And um, she, I, that's why I went in LA and probably why I found the job I have now, which is awesome. But so, right. anyway, my wife secretly invited, started six months early and pretty much invited all of my friends from across the country to a birthday party at my house that lasted the entire weekend. Awesome. Oh, wow. So my wife, and like, this is around the time Replicator was doing a reunion show. So like, yeah, we're going to come down this weekend so we can have a band practice in, in Los Angeles. Because, you know, we now live in different cities. And I'm like, great, that'll be good. And then, you know, I have no idea what's going on. And um, so Friday night, I'm just kind of, you know, no, like Thursday night, I guess it was. I was sitting around. My wife's like, I got to run an errand for your birthday. And she shows up with a friend of mine named Hansi who lives in in Richmond, Virginia. Milwaukee. Oh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey Tonzi. And so You're not cool. And so essentially I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here? And why did you make my wife pick you up in the airport? That's a total dick move. <laughs> <laughs> you could have called me and then I realized, oh, this is for my birthday party. Right. And so essentially my wife sent cooked meals for the entire crew. Wow. Lock, blocked out our entire house for like a, a whole weekend and there was like 12 dudes like partying into the night for 48 hours it wow. was it was amazing That's was brilliant. this recent when did you turn 40 march the march of this year i'm 40 right now i'm still currently 40 awesome. did i miss anything conan <laughs> it was fucking incredible it was it was i mean we it was uh drunken that's the thing we have two rental units on was our scott moon there no but oh. Scott Evans. He's no, on the Scott chat Evans box uh, saying that weekend in L.A. Yeah, I thought. Oh, I thought Scott yeah. Moon was actually there. I thought maybe you guys are friends or something. Maybe. I'm glad you're not. <laughs> Tree Voigt in the chat box saying uh, to Conan that it's uh, Ben's mom's job to call in and tell him he's doing very well. On the show. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Thank you. Ah, touche. Everyone's doing great. Ben, how old are you now? Forty-seven, forty-eight. I'm fifty-two. I'm, I'm regular forty. Oh, <laughs> me it too. Was just March. Am I the youngest person here? Probably. Yeah, yep. Possibly, yep. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm well, 31. I think, yeah, well, how old are you? Me? Yeah. For real? 33. Jesus I'm 39. Christ. So, yeah, you're the youngest. Mario is 67. Wow. 33. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah. When I was I'm adopted. 33. Mario Mario could be my dad. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Well, back when I when John was 12, I used to secretly pick him up in my van. Uh, listen, that's not funny, man. Uh, when I was 12, a guy really picked me up in his fucking van. That you was asshole. me, buddy. I'm so oh, sorry. God damn it. I, right, I, let's move I didn't recognize you without your Boy Scout uniform on. Let's move three on. Three kinds of donuts. So, Conan reminded me, my wife brought three different kinds of donuts because I love the donuts. Was he there at the go. party? Yes, he was. All right. That's Conan, why he wants to hear about Chris, it. Conan, yeah, cool. I'm yeah. glad you enjoyed yourself. What's your favorite kind of donut? <laughs> we said, um, what, what's my favorite kind of I, yeah, I just I like, like a, a really 
really good regular glazed donut. Yeah, that's pretty. Like awesome. if you can make a good yeast glazed donut, that's like that's the calling card. Just a hot maple bar. <laughs> <laughs> Isolating that. That's hot maple bar coming up next, everybody. Yeah. You'll Canadian. love our hot maple bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Canadian hey, cock. I have Chris a, Rasmussen. I have uh, a question, Ryan. Uh, uh, d- can we play the game? Do you have a game for us? Do uh, does anybody here like spicy food by any chance? Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that everybody the game? Does? I'll raise my like hand. Score some uh, Tommy, <laughs> You're not allowed to play tonight. I, I'm afraid I'm going to kill you if we play this game. Why is it Guns and Roses trivia? Oh no, no, no. This is going to be some weird habanero pepper thing. Everyone, I'll, I'll take a I'll take a seat and Tommy could play. Every once in a while, uh, we've deviated away from the. Uh, <laughs> The intellectual trivia-based games. You heard the man, Tommy. You're out. I'm in. And we have feats of strength. No, I'll take a seat. And endurance and constitution. All right, I'm back in. Oh, is, this, is this physical? Is that what you're Tommy's to? so tired, it you kind think? kind of is. He's exhausted and he can't compete. That's Anybody right. that plays tonight is probably going to put themselves through a lot. And Tommy's uh, a big, strong dude, man. You all have to agree with me right now that whatever happens, you're not going to blame me for, the, for ruining your weekend. Oh, shit. Uh, all right. I'm not doing push-ups, this? dude. No I'm, push-ups. Oh my God! I'm not putting actual. We're playing the pepper game tonight. Oh. I told, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. This is bad. I'm not doing. Brought that. to you by Hector's Peppers. <laughs> Hector's Peppers. The groundskeeper where it's I work. Eating? Peppers. Gruby's no, I'm fresh. not doing. It. Yeah, I'm not doing. I'm the not. groundskeeper. Oh, it's a pickle barrel. So, so I, I, I have to admit, I'm fairly new to the, the show because I'm usually commuting home from work when this is on. Um, groundskeeper. Yeah. Can't you just ask me questions about Blue Oyster Cult? No, no, that's going to be I love maybe it. next week. Maybe I love Ryan's week. idea of like changing the game up, bringing actual props in. I love it. Come on. Oh, You're not going to take a little man. bite, the smallest little bite. Round one is the smallest little bite. Who All can right. do that? Come on. Come we're on. Everybody we're at the can Taco do Bell that. line at 2 in the this, morning. This is like a frat house all it's of a sudden. It's so small. It's a, hey, look, let's. It's like New Year's Eve. You don't even have a plate. What's your favorite color? Pepper Beta Cap. I give Mario the smallest Do one. We all have to eat off the same pepper? You don't have to. No, I got plenty to go around. He's got a whole thing of peppers. <laughs> Pat, you and her out. The show is a big one, You're out. I'm out. I have a meeting in the morning. I'm not getting myself sick. <laughs> meeting? Yeah, that's correct. Tommy, even Tommy's playing. Come on. What do you, hey, you got, green? You uh, hold your pepper proudly. <laughs> Pat, bring the bowl of peppers to the meeting. Be like, here you go, guys. Where's the Come milk? Exactly. That's what I want to know, where the milk is. There's no milk in this game. Dude. All right, on the count of three, everybody is, take the smallest little on. bite you can take. Small Stop little bite. Stop it, radio show. What happened? We're losing contact? Yeah, yeah, I get up. Uh, ben, oh. Ben's going to fix it after the show, he said. And go. Already went. Smallest bite I can? Smallest bite, yeah, just a little bite. That wasn't that bad, right? No, I'm good with that. Yeah. But sometimes after you take a couple chews, it really sets in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. That, that's, that's what she said. To me. No, I got nothing on this one. All right. Not bad. Fine. Let's move on to round two. Fine. Right? Everybody take two little bites. Ah, shit. Now, see, Ryan knows we're going to get to the seeds, and this is where the problem lies. Two for you? Right, and if you can make it that far. One, two for me. Just so you know, I got some red ones here also, and I got one that actually, at this point, is black. Wow. This is a black pepper right here. Jesus. All right, I feel a little heat, but I'm still okay. Not too bad, right? Not too bad. You know what kind of pepper Why, did you do this at home? I wouldn't do this. This looks like a jalapeno's peppers to me. You're right. It is a jalapeno. Green jalapeno. I'm fine. Yeah. I like jalapenos. I ask for extra on my taco. 
I know. I like it that way, too. I'm good. But when you get to those fucking seeds... UA Quartet used to put them on the nachos that they sold. Oh, yeah. They were, they were the first have movie ever, theater around here. That's now I you know. Have you ever chopped up a jalapeno and then had to scratch your balls? <laughs> Mario's almost I, done. I've done that with hot sauce. <laughs> Chris, uh, Chris, when I was driving, in a, I ate hot sauce. This insanely... Mario's like hot schmott, free food. Yeah, Mario's just chomping down Best on the Best game you've ever had, bro. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I was thinking about you today, Mario, because I drove past five guys... Burger place, and I know they have free peanuts, and you're allergic to nuts. I'm like, I hate that. That place. must kill him. That he, there's just you could just walk in there. And you don't even have to order and take. Free I peanuts. take my son there and force him to eat peanuts for both of us. <laughs> Out of anger, you're eating for two now, hey, son. Listen, Mario set the bar here. He just ate his. He's eating it liberally. He's going he's, to town he's, on that. He's thing. not stopping. He also had the smallest one. I gave him the smallest pepper. So. That's the challenge right now. You have to keep up with him. Go what ahead. What's wrong with this show? Now, God damn it. I would go to a Sugar Ray concert if it was free. Of course. <laughs> That's the pepper speaking. You go to the fucking Holocaust if it was kite. <laughs> They're like, hey, look, we're putting a bunch of people in the oven. It's genocide, but the tickets are free. Mario's like, I'm in. <laughs> I'll light the fire. I know somebody can get me an armband. Can I get another one? Oh. <laughs> is there a bracelet? Oh, this is... This is yours for the next round. I'll hold on Let's to it. Let's upgrade Mario. Mario ate his entire pepper, no problem, because it's free. Was it hot? How'd you find it? Very mild. Very mild? Oh, he got Listen, I feel, some sp- I feel some spice. I feel some heat. Yeah, there's not much here. I mean, not I'm much. Like not much going through. on? We got a little dip. Let's see how the red ones do then. Chris, where are you originally from? Idaho. Hey. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Land to, of the hot pepper. I used to have one of these <laughs> the hanging in my window back in 1976. <laughs> All right. Who thinks Mario's going to make it to the end of this pepper? I do. Mm, this one's a little sweet. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep chomping, motherfucker. This one's laced with kerosene. I'll tell you a story quickly. Uh, when I was at work one time, my friend grew uh, jalapenos in his backyard uh-huh. in like compound buckets. Yeah. So he brings them to work. He's like, I'll oh, try this. We took one bite. Wait a minute. We both ran around the entire plant. Like, like with chickens without our heads off, we could not cool our mouths. And I was standing in front of a, a giant fan. We ripped like insulation off the fan and, and we're like, ah, with our mouths open. It was the worst thing ever. He called his house and told his wife, he's like, throw out all the peppers in the backyard in case the kids touch them or something. This is the worst. He's like, I, I figured I'd get the spicy ones. It was the hottest thing I ever tasted in my life. I was with Gallagher in Austin at South by Southwest and he's like a huge hot sauce fan. A little hot. He talks about Scoville units and all that shit. Yeah. And we went into a hot sauce store. Wait, and Mario's suffering, Ma- by the way. Gallagher. Ah, Mario's hot? <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, goat. I don't know why I can't stop eating it. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> because the choice, when you're eating something hot, the choice is to just suffer with the hotness or take another bite and get a relief for two seconds. Well, that kills me when things are hot and delicious at the yeah. same time. Oh, and free. And free. <laughs> <laughs> So so, Ga- so Gallagher's like He's sucking down a beer. He can't even talk. So hold Gallagher's up, hold like up that pepper. Gallagher's like what, whatever you do. <laughs> come on, Mario, keep going. I set the bar. He's gonna... green want to take two, three bites of the bread. Mario, you took nothing out of this. Take a proper bite, please. Come on. You drank you drank expired liquor on the show. At this come point, on. who thinks Mario's going to take a two in- a two inch bite out of that? Let's see if he's cha- raising It's over, Johnny. It's over, he says. Wow. <laughs> he's sweating. Who else wants to eat some of the red one? I'll try it. Mario's out. Uh, <laughs> there goes Tommy. He's trying it. I gotta go eat some bread. Oh. Down goes Frazier. Oh, look at him. Oh. Down no goes Frazier. Oh. Tommy in trouble. Green one. 
Tommy and yeah. Mario are in the lead. Give me the green one. Green one was, yeah, that was the preliminary yeah, round. I'm done. I'm, uh, just, uh, Mario's I'm in producing Flem at a nonstop right, right now. Oh, my God. Mario's going outside. <sighs> Mario has the lead with two red, two bites on a red one. <laughs> who wants to do one for the lead? Who wants to do one bite on the black one? I lose. I'll take it. All right. Yeah. Wow. Here comes Chris Rasmussen. A new a challenger emerges, and he's doing it. That was a large bite, too. At least a good three quarters of an inch. Someone give me some Seagram's Escape. I mean, it's hot, but. It's, okay, there you go. He's, he's, we'll see. He can handle it. Talk to me in about five seconds. <laughs> well, you know, tell us about your abusive <laughs> childhood. Right, see, Tommy, this is why I didn't want you to play. You know, those people from Idaho really love their spicy food. I'm not responsible for any of this. That's the truth, Pepper. Oh no, Tommy just sucked oh. it down. What are you guys doing? Thank you, Ryan. Oh look, Tommy and Mario are standing in front of the fan eating bread. They can't put you. <laughs> Mario's licking the fan. How you feeling, tall Chris? I mean, it's hot, but he <laughs> <And> I... <laughs> can't stop. Uh, he's choking it. I just put a picture of Mario on Instagram eating a hot pepper. So if you'd like to check that out, go to Life in the Project. <laughs> <laughs> the women are not happy. Looks like I win. This is some game. No, you're gonna come Me, I took two bites. Tomorrow. I'm not dummy. Thank you. Well, he, he didn't throw Sir, up, did he? No, no, no. Are you interested in game shows or not? <laughs> See, oh, he backed out in the first round. He's here's safe. the thing: we got to make Tommy do the news with a hot pepper in his mouth. <laughs> it might be the most coherent news segment we've ever I think had on I the just, show. I think I just turned this place into a crime scene. Where are they? Tommy and Mario have left the They're building. Gone. They're gone. They're gone. I, I killed the contestants. They're drinking out of my toilet. <laughs> I can read the news. All right, it's time for the news. You ready, everybody? Good game, Ryan. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, I'm sure I'm going to need a lawyer. Tommy. Breaking news. Tommy Rockstar. Bullshit. Tommy Rockstar's Bullshit. All right, it's time for the news with Tommy Rockstar. What do you have for us this week, Tommy? I'd like to start this. I'd like to preface it with the phrase sick. And beer for all, Budweiser makes a Metallica beer in Canada. <laughs> Quebec, rock Can fans who went to see Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> was, was that really the you hottest read your news. Uh, not breaking news. Not in the world, but just in this room. Hey, you're taking a piss. One. Read the news, Pat. He, What's he up with the, the? He took the news out of my hand. Uh, wait a minute. Did, he, wait a minute. Did I win? You win. You win. Congratulations. And I also got bread and milk. Because <laughs> <laughs> you stole it. You're a four-year-old child this evening. <laughs> I dunk it in there. Dunk the bread in the milk. Congratulations. I got bread and milk. The whole point of me starting this show three years ago was to have an old man eat my bread and milk live on the air. And now I've succeeded. I think I've, there's no more to do. I'm done. It's been enough show. I'll Trump is going to be Donald Trump's going to be elected president. And I, I quit. <laughs> you, you thought this show was going to be like Charlie Rose, you know? Uh, I was like, uh, so, uh, <laughs> Mr. Gore, what do you think of uh, the environment? Well, I yeah. uh, I never yeah. I never saw Dick Carrot have a pepper Dick Cavett have have a pepper eating contest. <laughs> Dick Carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Carrot. 
They're playing on the uh, Seven Up stage at the uh, New York Barbecue. <laughs> the Summerfest. They're, open, they're open, opening up for Sugar Ray. They're warming up for Sugar Ray. Yeah. Milwaukee Summerfest. Dick Carey. Oh, Pat. I'm, I'm I seeing th- Dick Cavity Sunday night. I think that was the expression. Warming up Sugar Ray. So yeah, like, yeah. instead of like warming up for them, backing them, supporting them, I'm warming up Sugar Ray. Mm-hmm. Now it sounds like you're you're you have some kind of job. The J.O. show. Yeah. The people already bought their tickets, you slob. I literally just ran into John's fridge, cracked open a gallon of milk, and gargled it for a talk. Oh, no. That's good. That's right out back. of the bottle. Dude, go to 7-Eleven, buy milk. My kids eat milk. Like, you don't even know. His kids milk. eat milk. They and freeze now, it and, and eat it with a fork. Yeah, and they're eating ammonia. Yes, kids eat milk. Yeah. They're eating ammonia. They're eating the milk. Dude, if they I eat the milk. If I go to bed at 5 o'clock in the morning, there's no milk. The hands are going to fucking roll. Exactly. Right. I'm going to the store. And yeah, you're going to give John's kids oh, the boogie woogie flu. There's no bread either. <laughs> All right, rock and roll pneumonia is fine. But, uh, that flu is contagious. Flu. You don't want to take them to the doctor. You give those kids the boogie woogie flu, you're, never, you're not going to see the bathroom for a week. <laughs> oh, my God. What is wrong with you, Ryan? Uh, All right. Tommy Rockstar, do you have any news for us today? Yes, I do. All right, let's hear the news. It's going to be a little marble <laughs> mouth, but... <laughs> really? Marble <laughs> mouth? Take another bite. That's a good cover yeah. page. Non-breaking news. Tommy Rockstar. All right, what do you have for us this week, Tommy Rockstar? Right, big news. Big news. We haven't heard the news in a few weeks. I'm excited. Yeah, man. Yeah. Here we go. Woo. Quality my own news. Listen, when a news ca- when a newscaster is exhausted and tired, Clap. does he complain? No, Clap. he goes he goes and gets his hair done, his makeup done. He goes out there and he reads the fucking news. That's right. Chip Chipperson, that's me. Well, get on, get on. All right, the story is out of Quebec's uh, rock fans who uh, went to see Metallica in concert in Quebec City this Wednesday were met with an unusual sight: a forty-eight foot tr- uh, tanker truck filled with Metallica branded beer. Uh, made with at the Labatt's facility in Canada, the Bud Heavies are to commemorate the band as it opens a large new venue called Citron Videotron. Tron. <laughs> the French-Canadian venue... Bro. You wrong Tron, bro. The French-Canadian venue stated in a press release, quote, Budweiser has partnered with the legendary rock band Metallica to channel the, the brute force of the historic show and is, and is to be inspired by its vibrations, energy, and decibels to create a beer in the image of the power of rock. Decibel. <laughs> sp- wait, so they're not. Wait a second. They're not. They're not creating a new beer. They're just putting the word Metallica on regular Bud Heavy. Yes, exactly. So, what beer are they creating in the spirit of uh, heavy rock? Rebranded beer. They just put Met- the word Metallica on the case of beer. Except it's not made in America. It's made by Labatt's in Canada, which is a. It's, are they subsidiary. tinkering with the formula? Or? Well, it goes on to say the beer, which yeah, has got the- no base. <laughs> <laughs> the- oh. The beer, which has the tagline "Coulier dans le rock" or "Cast in Rock," I thought that meant produced by Don Rock. <laughs> yeah. Cast in Rock is the worst ACDC album. <laughs> <laughs> Metal up your arse. <laughs> we'll get a wider release in Canada later. Metal up your arse. Um, would you like some metal up your derriere? <laughs> later this month. I've already done this pun game on Facebook somewhere, but I came up with "Sad Bud Brew." Thank you. That's the best I could do. When more than 100,000 cases of the special edition black cans hit the shelves later on this month in Quebec, Labatt's is a Canadian subsidiary of Anheuser-Busch slash InBev, the Brazilian-Belgian beer giant. Our new sponsors. Yes, I would delete that beer. <laughs> <laughs> There's Lars's dad. He, he doesn't like that. He doesn't like it. It seems that... <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we figured Labatt's was like a really good company to partner with. Exactly. <laughs> It seems that the, the Metallica beer won't be much different from the normal recanned red beer, uh, though a, a press release that said the beer maker says 
During the concert, the sonic vibrations from Metallica's music will be infused into the liquid, creating a true rock and roll recipe. Oh, You're my little sake. Danish friend. Oh. I hate, over hey, everybody. Here. I hate the world. Don't forget Please. to harvester a barrel. Oh. <laughs> An image posted by the concert venue shows a tanker truck preparing to be infused from the rock from Metallica. Mario rocking out to his own song. <laughs> He's like, that's me! I don't drink beer, but when I do, it's Metallica! Budweiser's plans then Free Metallica. Budweiser then plans to release the beer in black cans at the plant, which go on sale uh, September 28th black for cans. ultimate distribution. Metal. Black cans! Black hands. Black hands. Black hands at the plant. Begins with the dance with the bell. Black hands is the end. Black hands at the plant. The story is out of the black hands. I am the beer king. <laughs> <laughs> the story is out of Portland. They passed. Damn, man. They're just, just, just doing that parody makes me think that Blackened is a fucking kick ass jam. Oh, it's yeah. great. <laughs> it's the best song on, uh, bam, on bam, Justin. Yeah, that's that rocks. This is a story out of Portland. A passenger on a Portland-bound JetBlue flight is accused of urinating on other fellow passengers' seats and luggage last week. Dick. Jeff Rubin, age 27. Well, he's from Portland. Yeah, while well, he was did going he get there. The two, did he get the two free JetBlue tickets that were going on? That got <laughs> Brian Gallagher shared when you posted he that. Got upset. I mean, Jesus Christ. He got upset because security took his mustache wax. <laughs> I mean, not only are you stupid enough to uh, you know, uh, click on it and read it, but then you share it. He's not the only one. There were a lot of people that did that. Here, here's really, really tickled Ryan there. <laughs> Oh, those tickets aren't looking so good now. Now we're infusing them with war. <laughs> that's, that's the most <laughs> ambiguous plane crash sound ever. Can we get a little more? Uh, Give me some tickets. I Wait, that was a plane crash? <laughs> yeah, terrible. Jeff, Give me some tickets. I want to hear. <laughs> Coming out from out here. The here. Coming out tickets on around here. Imagine me in the van with this guy seven hours doing that. I, <laughs> I quit police teeth too. Oh. <laughs> oh. Butt crimes. Jeff Rubin, age 27, <laughs> slept through most of the three-hour flight originating from Anchorage, Alaska, but about 30 minutes into, before landing, police stated that he, quote, stood up and began urinating through the cracks of the seat in front of him onto the passengers. I understand I mean, that, man. I've had to piss so bad. Understandably, he's from Alaska. They're fucking crazy. Yeah, man. And then he, t he had an AK-47 on his... Hip and he had a he had a fucking seal like in his pocket, dude. To make matters worse, he he then lost Life balance. Seal had a polar bear in his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I heard there was no uh, food service, so I put a seal in my pocket for later. What the fuck? To make matters worse, polar bear in my asshole. To make matters worse, he lost balance at some point of the golden shower, causing him to fall <laughs> backwards and urinate upwards, peeing on the passengers to the seats next to him. It's the news, ladies and gentlemen, as well as some passengers. Uh, and their personal belongings to the left and right. When police boarded the flight in Portland, Ruben was found slumped in a seat and sleeping quietly. The man now faces two misdemeanor charges, criminal mischief, and <laughs> offensive littering. He was booked in Portland. Offensive littering. Is there another littering charge? Yeah, Inoffensive? Defensive littering. <laughs> Defensive littering. <laughs> I think we're going we're to do it this year. We got Rex Ryan. Um, he's going to uh, lead the defensive littering squad. He was booked in Portland where urinals are reportedly readily available in all cells, but was released on his own recognizance. To go to Voodoo Donuts? Uh, uh, his own recognizance. <laughs> Paul Neal's cock. This is a story out of Florida. They got off of Paul O'Neill's cock and totally got onto Jeter's cock. Come on, we have no one to slap. Let's go. A Florida man. <laughs> what happened in Florida? Slap went on at like 3 p.m. I couldn't, I, I was, I was already, I was still in bed. 
A Florida man looking to score drugs was arrested this month after police say he mistakenly texted the captain of the Marin County Sheriff's Narcotics Unit by accident. <laughs> when, when 29-year-old Bill Lamberson... 420, bro. <laughs> and then the guy's like on his way. When 29-year-old Bill Lamberson of Port St. Lucie wanted a hookup, he began texting friends, or so he thought, according to a TRNN Florida report. It turns out that Lamberson misdialed directly, connecting him to someone who knows all too much about illegal drugs. After the man texted cops, the police replied with, what's up? Just chilling. The man replied, <laughs> not a cop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's the punk rock party, dudes? <laughs> the man I need to buy some baseball cards. I'm looking to cop a lid. You know where the burn permit show is, bros? I heard they have cool tapes. <laughs> the man replied, you got any hookups for some blow? To which the cops replied, I actually do, man, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> That's a smart cop. According to police, Bergen then arranged to buy cocaine from Lamberson. Uh, <laughs> this is Detective Lamberson, LOL. Uh, you're under arrest. I mean, let's chill out, bro. <laughs> what are you doing now? Winky LOL. face. Winky, Winky face. face. <laughs> it's like an emoji of an anchor and a lightning bolt. You know what he said. <laughs> the police baton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> little police guy head. And the little, little poop sign. Coming to arrest you, bro. Don't don't leave. Don't, don't flat leave me. According to police, uh, the two agreed to meet up in a pool hall in Jensen Beach, but instead of meeting up with his old friend, <laughs> Lamberson came face-to-face -face with a group of narcotics detectives. According to reports, the man was perplexed and repeatedly kept asking deputies where his buddy was. Yeah, listen, man, if you're not going to buy, get out of my face. To make it a true Florida story, they should have sold him some gear. That would have been... And then, you know, put him in a cell and yeah. taking his skin off and eating him. Let's go, meds. You got to fight a gator quake? now. It is. That's the real quake. That's when they're right. Thank you. Believe it or not, that's the news. Whoa. Oh, whoa. That's oh, early God. night. Tonight. All right. Three short stories. All right. I have a quick thing. Ben Adrian and Chris Rasmussen only. Rasmussen. Rasmussen. Are you ready? Yeah. Crap, not crap. Rapid fire. All right. Oh, I will crap. name a band, and of course, you new guys know how to play crap, not I, crap. Is it, are we going back and forth, or is it just, just me now? I'll name a band, and what's the maximum waffle factor I can use? Uh, whatever you like. If you feel like uh, sure. the need to stop and qualify, please do. Both you go. No problem. Okay. We'll play, you know, kind of a uh, hybrid, original and. Are we? Are we both? Like... I will name a band. Okay. Ben will say what he wants, and then you say what you okay. want. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll see. I'm first. Yeah. I Listen, traveled for You guys are playing by my rules now. You don't get to dictate. You're this. older. All right. Fuck. Who, what crap, not crap, Ben. Bad company. Not crap. Eh, not crap. All right. On the edge. Boston. Not crap. 100% not crap. 50 cents in the just in the record minute mm. goodwill. Not crap. Wow. Crap. What's your favorite Boston album? Um, well, probably the one with the, the spaceship. <laughs> they. they... <laughs> John, they all have the spaceship. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Love it. Uh, I'm going to say crap, but I respect their work. Smoking. Ethic. Right. Smoking. Smoking's a good song, actually. I agree with that. Uh, New York Dolls. Crap. Not crap. <laughs> <laughs> He not craps Boston, but craps and, New York. And, and, okay, I'll say not, I don't, I don't know enough. Okay, no, I just, I just did that to I'm be controversial. There's no judgment no, here. I, it's fine. That's, hey, that's the I bought a of New York crap. Dolls tape not at a crap. pawn shop in Moscow, Idaho, in uh, 1994. Not crap. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm good with Buster, uh, 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 you know, Buster fucking ha, ha, chocolate. Ha. Yeah, Buster Keytron. Yeah. Uh, Metallica. Crap. Not crap. Foo Fighters. Oh God. This is Ben. Ugh. 
Mm. Tough one. Tough yeah, one. To be honest. From crisp. I would say crap, but not crap with personality. Not crap. That first Personal. fucking record is awesome. That is the perfect The color mix. and the shape? No, no, no. The oh. self-titled record is the perfect <laughs> the mix. one with the Ray Van Halen? DC hardcore and the Northwest like grunge riff rock. Oh, stop. <laughs> so much for no judgments, ladies you got, and gentlemen. You got, you two, don't want to hear my you got two West Coasters in the barrage tonight, so it's going to be a little weird. Right. Listen, I, you know, so Ben, uh, what, what you're saying is you like the personality of the guys in the band, but you wouldn't. Uh, really listen to the music if you, you, know, you yes right. exactly okay opera, uh, why not? Deep Purple not crap not crap the, the Rolling record's great lots of organ the Rolling Stones John Lord crap not crap wow, wow. Ben emphatically crapping the Stones oh. another one of these <laughs> anti-Stones guys Man. Ben ex- explain I yourself just, <laughs> explain myself I don't know it just seems it's kind of like derivative uh, I get the impression that they're that it's like it's white privilege. It's because it's white guys doing it. They're huge. Black guys doing it. Nope. And the white guys do it and just t- basically take the songs wholesale. Huge. Yeah, but with the white stones later, they would, the black guys would never do later on. I, I don't think. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. No <laughs> self-respecting they, or, blues musician would record or, steel wheels early on. <laughs> well. Isolate that. Write yeah, the time down. Yeah, that, is, that is going in the... Uh, 1045. Yeah. There's a party outside going on. I don't know if anyone can hear that. Grant, uh, uh, Ted Nugent. Uh, crap. Oh. 100%. Music? I mean, you mean noted pedophile Ted Nugent? I don't know what you're talking about. Stranglehold crap. rules. I'm just kidding. Uh, let's go with Grand Funk Railroad. Um, uninformed, not crap. Uh, I tried to listen to a live record. They're kind of, they kind of suck. And I, I, I'll listen to a lot of bad classic rock. <laughs> right. Yeah, Grand Funk are not good. Sorry, Brett. Fog hat. Fucking slow ride! <laughs> Take it <laughs> fucking easy! <laughs> you know how James killed the guy from Fog hat? That's what? A, that's a common story. Oh, yeah. He killed the, a member of the band. Yeah, the guitar player. <laughs> he uh, murdered so him. My old band racetrack was on tour with James's old band, USS Horsewhip. Right. We played in San Diego together, and uh, Horsewhip stayed at a place... Slow Ride had played it on the uh, the venue like sound system, and we all were like, "Fucking Slow Ride, take it fucking easy." We did that for three hours. Like that's we didn't talk to each other. We just sang that to each other. And then the, the next day, I get a so text sad. from James. He's like, "Man, the guitar player from Foghat just died. <laughs> like we killed him." <laughs> for more information on Grand Funk, consult your local library. Who was that? It's not Mel Shocker. He's the b- bass player, the bong rattling bass, the, the competent drum work I, of I Don enjoy, Brewer. I enjoy Put Stevie's in, comment. Coach. The Rolling Stones, because of white privilege, is perhaps the most California thing that has ever happened. You know, it, what you said, your argument makes perfect sense to me. I get it. I mean, I, I still love the Stones, but I'm saying, like, what you're saying 15. makes sense to me. That's a great argument if you're trying to get your uh, masters. But. <laughs> All right, let's move on to a band that uh, a member of Police Teeth has not murdered. Credence. Ah, <laughs> uh, not crap. Oh. 100% not crap. Sex Pistols. Not crap. Oh, not crap. Bob Dylan. Not crap. Not crap. Everly Brothers. What? That's no, right. Did people have an opinion on them? No. I do. <laughs> yes, I'll, my I'll opinion say, is they're better than all the bands I've named before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I'll say not I'll say not crap. I mean, my opinion. It's it's hard you can't hate on them, so yeah, not crap. I'll say an uninformed not crap. Bad brains. Ooh. 
Are you factoring in social things here? Yeah. Or is it, okay. not I, social, I'd man, say... Those, those I really don't have an opinion. Like, so. Musically, not crap. The rest... You know, Hitler painted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he built roads and they painted modern art on them or something. <laughs> oh, the trains. Uh, can we get, on time. Can we get uh, Ian McKay on the line? Uh, Ian know. McKay. Crap, yeah. not crap. No, I'm just kidding. Steely, <laughs> Steely Dan. Crap. Oh, absolutely. I'm sorry, Ike. Totally terrible. Fuck that. Thank man. you guys. Thank you. Finally, some people making sense around here. Steely Dan fucking sucks. That's it's, right. They're terrible. It's garbage cocaine music for fucking Wall Street dickheads in the eighties. It's hard. It's like uh, it's like eating a steak with a balloon around your tongue. Exactly. And these guys. <laughs> oh hey, no, man! You don't understand fucking white boy jazz. Seventh chord. Seventh chord. You know nothing. Seventh chord. Seventh chord. Ghetto boys. Not crap. <laughs> Not crap. Pat just likes the juxtaposition of a <laughs> steely. <laughs> he just spit his beer out. Thank you, Pat. I got Pat to spit his beer out on the show. I'm My, done. Mind is play, the mind is playing tricks on Pat. <laughs> Here, eat this pepper. <laughs> there is no way we will stop. Uh, ben, Adrian, Boz Skaggs, crap, not crap. <laughs> Lido, uh, not crap. I'll go not crap on Boz Skaggs because uh, SF Bay Area. Bay Area represent? Oh. I, I guess not. I, I only know that uh, that song Steve sang. The, re- the Replacements. Eh, not crap, but don't really care one way or the other. Not crap, but got crap. <laughs> Tom, Petty, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. And I don't want. Live like Tom Petty. <laughs> They're just like gas. They're kind of a half no, crap. Tom Petty is not crap. Right. Tom Petty's awesome. Be- <laughs> Ben's right. mom, if you're still listening, I will put him in a cab and it'll be fine. Tom Petty round here no more. How about Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers? Uninformed, not crap. Uh, Johnny Thunders kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, dictators. <laughs> So, okay, the first ever show I... I'll just say crap because I haven't said that in a while. The first time I ever I like to to bounce around, Pat. I like to bounce around. I got to get an average in here. It's funny. It keeps the guests on their feet. So, the the first time I ever came to New York was uh, my old band. We played in D.C. and a guy asked us to come up to New York and play a show. So, we played at Manitoba's. Right. Manitoba's the famous one. I've never been there. And we walked in and it was like... Wow, there's a lot of photos of Handsome Dick Manitoba up here with rock stars. Oh, and the Ding. only thing playing on the, the PA was his satellite right. radio station. Well, this is, you know, listen, Handsome Dick Manitoba is like the biggest chooch who ever oh. chooched. He's he's top five chooch, like Curtis Slewa, um, you know, maybe J- Joey Buttafuoco, <laughs> Joe oh, Piscopo. It- I mean, Handsome Dick is a fucking Bronx chooch. Yankee fucking tattoos, <laughs> the whole thing, you know. And the guy's screaming about Israel on Facebook. I defended him before he could block me. It was the best moment of my life. Take that, that handsome dick. You so uh, we played the band that asked us to play. They did a like a donation, like pass the hat thing. And we were on tour from Bellingham, Washington. And uh, the guitar player came up to us and was like, "So um, we got like twenty four dollars from the hat. We're, I mean, you guys don't want any of this, right?" We can just keep this. The Dictators. No, no, the the shitty band we played with at Manitoba's. The Dictators. (laughs) (laughs) 
they would love to have been the dictators. <laughs> and uh, I had to argue with the middle-aged guitar player oh, to get the twenty-four dollars because we were from Washington State. Come on, dude! The, give the touring band all the money. What do you care? Fucking assholes! I hate the music scene. <laughs> scene, big scene. Just give the touring band the money and go fucking get a job and shovel shit like I do. God damn it. God damn it. You're not going to make any money playing your stupid band. Exactly. Nobody even likes you. <laughs> Sleeping on your girlfriend's couch half the time for crying Pass out loud. Around. Imagine I went up to somebody and go, hey, let's, 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 uh, how much, can I take all of the hat? you be <laughs> out of your mind. Well, that was the first time I'd ever been in New York. And you got well, $24. I'm sorry, my friend. I'm here to, uh, <laughs> uh, so I made a profit. I'm here to, uh, fix your guys' experiences. That's bridge toll, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move this on. Quick, uh, kiss. Crap. Crap. Dang. Both crap and kiss the who? Nah, not crap until Daltrey got the perm, and then crap after <laughs> Daltrey got Man. the perm. By the way, a little news for you, live from the Broad exclusive. The who has canceled the rest of their tour. Yep. Roger Daltrey has a viral meningitis, and he's trying to get better, and they feel bad about it, and the who has canceled the rest of their tour. They'll be back in 2016 in the spring. <laughs> for the last tour, baby. Yeah. More who. For the record, not crap. Live at Leeds, one of the best records of all time. Yes, absolutely. I saw the Who. They were good, man. I liked them. All right. Anyway, not the Hoople. Oh, not crap. No, I'll say not crap. Whatever. Prince. Crap. Not crap. Nice. I like your style, Ben. I like your style. Prince <laughs> is a go. piece of garbage. <laughs> the Beatles. Not crap. Not crap. Uh, Pat Benatar. <laughs> <laughs> there? Totally, there. Totally right there with the Beatles. I think she's like second. She's like Beatles. Yeah. He has Beatles, yeah. Pat Benatar, and then all the other musicians <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar is not crap. I'll yeah, sure, not crap. Whatever. Sing her fucking ass off. You know, Trump for president. You Pat girl from Greenpoint done good. All right, uh, Jefferson Airplane. Crap. Uh, not crapish. I've had to deal with Marty Ballin. It's. It's a crap story. Hey, man. You know, they just hit our bass Somebody player. just hit our guitar player, Marty Bain, in the head with the guitar. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's get on a helicopter and get the fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> I can see name dropped him in his clubbing. Somebody just hit our guitar player, Marty Bain, in the head with the guitar. <laughs> I saw the Grateful Dead twice. I worked at a place that did CD replication, and we used to do short run of Marty Balin's like solo songwriting stuff, and it's like like a hundred and a hundred and twenty copies of Marty Balin. Like that's that's it. That's all you're gonna get. Marty Balin, Jefferson Airplane. Come on. Oh, it's sad. He's signing baseballs. Should have hit him in the head with a guitar and brought him back to Altamont. <laughs> get him all hey, misty. Our bass player got hit with a bottle. Well, let's. Helicopter RS is out of here, man. <laughs> Fucking sugar magnolia. The scene ain't groovy. Hey, Devo. Not crap. Oh, not crap. 100% not crap. Even with the whole Twin Towers uh, <laughs> wedding thing. You know, that guy's excuse is kind of bullshit, probably, you know, whatever. I mean, you ever plan a wedding, you know everything is exactly going to happen. What the hell is the Twin Towers wedding thing? I didn't hear oh, that. Oh, so the guy from Devo, he had a uh, uh, wedding, and he claims his friend, they had a Twin well, he, Towers well, cake on September like 11th. his half his age. Like and years later. After more no, than half his this age. This year. Okay. And, yeah, his wife's 26, I believe. So, uh, and the, the party favors were box cutters. Like with their names on it, like with I guess the hijackers used, and the cake was a giant twin towers. I didn't even think that was merchable. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I gotta go back to the drawing board. 
Yeah. You gotta have a pretty liberal baker. <laughs> hey, was that? Wait, was did the, was that? Term just coined right now, merchable. I've never that's heard that's in that. my lexicon every day, buddy. <laughs> oh. I didn't think that was merchable, man. Merch. That's off limit shit. Of course. <laughs> so, yeah, he's full of shit. But anyway, even on not crap for me. Jethro Tull. Crap. Crap. Really? Uh, Fleet uh, Mario's favorite band, even though he's a old punk rocker. Uh, flute is the cheapest band instrument. <laughs> flute would have you Mac. ever have you had to carry a flute to a gig? Easiest gig, right? Oh man, I see these guys on the train because I, I work in an area where the opera plays and the Philharmonic, and these guys have these giant double basses on wheels. They take on the subway. They're you know they're bigger than tall Chris. They're the biggest things you've ever seen in your life. And there's this guy with the flute, like bigger whatever than tall dicks, Chris. You, know? <laughs> you got to be really good at that flute. <laughs> I really it. don't mind if you sit this one out. <laughs> you gotta play it like on one foot. It's the easiest instrument to, to bring, and you you better be good because uh, I mean, uh, you know, if you rent a flute, it's probably like twenty bucks. You rent a double bass, it's like a you know six thousand dollars. It's the easiest instrument to bring, but as some say, it's the hardest to master. Mm, say that as well. Crocus. <laughs> <laughs> Not ever listened to. <laughs> I don't. I think I actually know a crocus song. Don't you have crocus tapes from the police teeth van? No. <laughs> this whole barrage is held up by crocus tapes. <laughs> Behind this wood panel, eh, it's not nothing crap. but crocus. I'll, just, I'll give them not crap by association. All right, a gang of four. Association. Eh, not crap. Wow, I can't believe you went eh. Like I mean, that. they're. I mean, they're, I think you'd be at like a. They kind of ruined their history. And, yeah, but you know, not crap. Much like socialism, they're barely not crap. <laughs> Straight on paper. Television. Not crap. Hundred percent not crap. Who's could do? Not, not crap. crap. The Clash. Not uh, crap. <laughs> what percentage was that? Hesitation. That was a, a waffle factor I of mean, Belgian. Uh, it's it's kind of like a Springsteen problem, you know? It's like uh, <laughs> the Springsteen incident was Guns N' Roses' <laughs> best album. <laughs> the deleted scene from Pulp Fiction. The Linguini Springsteen incident. <laughs> Show me your heroes. All right, uh, King Crimson. Not crap. Nice. Uh, yeah, not crap. I guess. King Missile. <laughs> not crap. They 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 did their thing. <gasps> the weird Al beat poetry. <laughs> what? What? King Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> um, crap. No, I'll say not crap because he he went for it. D.D. King. What happened to Neil Diamond? B.B. King <laughs> or D.B. D.B. Cooper? What? Neil Diamond. Neil Diamond. Not um, crap. And you, you guys may uh, you guys crap. every Matt, day I'll around crap the world. Crap. Matt Sweeney He's had not nothing crap. but good things to say yeah, about he him. Gave, he gave Matt Sweeney a guitar. Yeah, my mom wanted. Craplin th- Rosie, get on board. <laughs> <laughs> not crappy now, yeah, My mom won a thousand dollars in the eighties for a call-in radio contest from calling into coming to America. So, <laughs> so not crap. A thousand dollars in the eighties is like. A million dollars now. <laughs> I believe Trump's using that as his it's uh, like campaign $2, song. It's like two thousand one hundred and seventy-six dollars in today's money. That, that I mean, that, that's like the Reagan bucks. Like yeah. let them all in. The fuck it. <laughs> Come so, on in. The world is warm. Throwing them out of America. <laughs> <laughs> Knocking down the fence. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it modulates to the next key. Oh, the truck! The old truck. Throwing them out of America. The the, the truck driver keychains. 
All right, Elvis. Elvis, not crap. crap. Uh, not crap. Well, he was a hero to most. Ben, uh, crapping Elvis. Straight up racist. Oh, wait. No. Sorry. John Wayne. John uh, Wayne? Oh, yeah, no. Crap. Uh, Iron, uh, ben E. King. And not. Not Come on, you can't crap any king. That's a not, joke not question. Crap, right. That's a clown question, yeah, not bro. Crap. Iron Maiden. Crap. Not crap. Mm, Chavez. Not crap. Not crap. Sebado. Not crap. Crap. Not Ben's crap. crapping them. Chris is not. They're kinda, yeah. Joe Walsh. Um not crap. Uh not crap pre Eagles. Right, so uh, let's assume you're even uh, post- that's what, what about post Eagles? Solo post Joe Eagles. Walsh. Or, I'd hang out with them, but I'd say yeah. crap. I wouldn't let him, like, watch my kids, but I'd have a beer with him. <laughs> hey, kids, what are you doing, man? Get off that. <laughs> uh, pretenders. Not crap. Not crap. Misfits. Crap. Crap. Danzig. <laughs> Extra crap. Actually, <laughs> Sam Hain. The first Danzig record is fucking awesome. Sam not crap. <laughs> All right, Frank Zappa. Crap. I'll say not crap. All right, uh, no. that's crap, not crap with Ben Adrian and uh, Chris Rasmussen, baby. Yeah, it's 11 o'clock. Coming in right on time, Beautiful. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much, guys, for coming in. That's Thanks ben, for having us, yeah, Adrian. Man, let's, and let's see if I can expense these $80 in cab fares. <laughs> totally. Line six, line six, line six, yes. baby. That means you can give me a, give me a ride back. Do that. All right. Oh, shit. <laughs> you guys are all jumping in Uber together, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, Ryan Collison. Thank you, Tommy Rockstar. Thank you, Mario Saro. Thank you, Patrick Walsh. Thank you, my esteemed guest, Ben Adrian and Chris Rasmussen of Police Teeth and Burn Permits. Thank you guys so much. Do you have anything to plug? you want to talk about? Are you guys playing uh, anywhere? Do you have an album coming out or something like that? I will say Police Teeth are uh, playing a couple shows. Nice. For the first Finally. time in uh, about two and a half years. Sweet. In Chicago and Milwaukee in October. The uh, final uh, latest flame, our record label, our showcase with Wax Eater, Trophy Wives have had a five hours. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Ben, anything to, uh, you want to talk about line six at all? Or, Someone uh, says plug the Helix, which is the effects <laughs> processor I did all the fake amps in. Plug um, the Helix? I hardly know her. <laughs> anyway, I make fake amps for a living, but I also play music, and it's it's mainly in California. Do you have any California listeners? Yeah, Kazugas. The Select Sex just uh, put out a record, right? Yes, yeah, so the Select Sex. I play in this punk rock band with a guy from Behead the Prophet, No Lord Shall Live. Great band. And um, crap. apparently a German record label is putting out our full-length album. They paid for our studio is time. Excellent. Uh, they, they they're distributing it, distributing okay. it, but it's a different label. Anyway, so so we're gonna be you know big in Germany, and so queer core German punk, it'll be awesome. Sweet so, vegan, nice. Ben, German are you a married punk. guy or uh, what's your deal? I I am married are, right? to my high school sweetheart Claudia. I, oh, Choi. that's right. You explained before. So uh, she has no problem. You going on tour? You're you're all good with that? You, you know, I keep it to a reasonable distance, but other than that, yeah, yeah it's. it's it's totally solid. We have we nice. have very in, we have no kids, so that means we have freedom, spare money, and time. It's you great. Go. You want my kids? I remember that. No, thank you. I'm good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to respond to Conan here because so much silence. Sorry, Conan. I'm not as fast as you. He did tell the story, and I corrected myself immediately. So you know, I, I don't know what you want from me. My Quality friend. control from the. Oh, well, we're playing with the uh, way to end the show abuse. on a low note. We're playing with child abuse in Los Angeles on October 17th. <laughs> Reported. Mario's doing that at work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. In Los Angeles. So if any listeners can get to Los Angeles and want to hear a band called Child Abuse, who are from New York City, cool. come see us. Really? Are Thanks they, for having sweet. us. I would. Uh, thank you. Thank you guys for doing yeah. it. I really appreciate it. It's, it was a lot of fun. Good show.
I'd like to plug September 26th and 27th at the New York Hall of Science, the uh, Maker Fair. Go nice. there if you're in New York. It's also going to be in Chicago. That what do you want to plug? Awesome. The Maker Fair. Conan doesn't even live in Chicago. All right, we'll see you next week, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Saul, Chris. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, John. Yeah. Facebook. Yo, Kev. <laughs> See you at Catch Club. Oh, my God. Fucking beautiful in my mouth. Holy shit.
from the barrage brought to you by Stony Brook Farms <laughs> 